It's Friday, you bastard. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. President Bush has been feeling a bit of a chill recently from conservatives in his own party. But today he's going to speak out in support of a hot-button issue that will please his base. It's a ban on gay marriage. Where is the help when we need it the most? Bush is down in the polls and Republicans are down in the polls. They need something. Iraq is a mess and health coverage is lost. As soon as we start eroding the foundation of marriage, there's no place for it to stop. They tell me gas prices are here to stay. They tell me my job has gone away. But please don't tell me that I'm wrong. This is nothing more than a discriminatory measure and a divisive one. Politicians trying to hit a new low. To take people's attention away from the real issues. The president has one issue he knows. He's considered highly unlikely to actually be successful in the Senate. He tells me marriage is on the line. If gays fall in love, it's Armageddon time. You fail. I don't need that same old song. Cause it's not about gays while the world's going down. Sing the same song to get the Christians aroused. You say you won't vote on immigration or crimes. Gay marriage was then, then now it's the time. You've had it with gays, the homos are white. The world's going to hell, so it's coming this time for political. Something that their base can be excited about heading into November. Right now, they don't have a lot. Gay. That's it. You know, inter- isn't that interesting? In that bit, they're getting really ballsy now. Get the Christians aroused. I'm surprised they didn't say the Goyim. I think that's next next week's disc. That pretty ballsy. Yeah, I'd say so. Is Tommy with us today, or what do we got? Yep, I'm here. Tommy's there. He's not too excited today because I mean, after yesterday, how can we top that? Hey, well, we got bagels this morning as well. I mean, we're doing well. Okay. That's fine, but after Ruth Chris, I mean, you know, this no. is all well. It's okay. all downhill. Small potatoes, so to speak. Now, what does this mean? Possible College World Series? Do we have a uh, Canes game starting at ten fifteen? Uh, that would be great. Is that no. just wishful thinking <laughs> on my part? We love the Hurricanes. Come on, let's go. Let's get that College World Series on there with Joe Zagaki. Joe Zagaki. Come on, Joe. Anyway, we got nothing but bad news this morning. Well, I mean, it's not bad news that Rick Shaw's been on the air 50 years, but it's bad news that I tried calling in. Because Joe Johnson, my old uh, buddy, sent me a nice fax yesterday. Still over there at Magic doing a voiceovers or whatever the hell he's doing. And uh, he gives me a phone number for me to call in and say hi and congratulate Rick Shaw. So 825 this morning, after I did all my bodily functions and everything, 825. I go in there, I pick up my phone, I call the number he gave me. Then I realize at the bottom he's also got uh, Joe Johnson, my direct line. He's got the same phone number. So obviously he screwed up because there was nothing but his voicemail picked up. And uh, I left him a message saying, you idiot, you jackass, you... You fairy. You know, because I'm trying to talk to Ricky Ticky. So congratulations, Ricky Ticky. Fifty years, man. He is legendary. So is his cap. And he's a survivor. He is a legend in South Florida. I wouldn't be surprised one of these days that you folks run into me and Rick Shaw together at the early bird dinner. We're both reaching that point in life. Wouldn't that be great? Maybe yeah, we could set that up ahead of time. All the old toads. We get Hank there, although we don't want Hank at the early bird because he might eat the whole thing out. <laughs> that would not be a good idea. We get to Eddie K there. I don't know how old Eddie. Did we go through this once before? Yes, we did. No, boy. And Mad Dog, which you guys thought he was like about what? what? About 30, man. 40. He's pushing 60, man. That ought to be our new billboard campaign. In fact, we're starting to fit in with South Florida with the landscape old. We are ancient. And we're proud of it. We're survivors. I'll tell you somebody who's not a survivor, and that's my, well, he'll be a survivor in the long run. My good friend Dick Feinberg at Pompano Park got some bad news this morning from Steve Wolf at Pompano that Dick has been replaced as the um, head honcho at Pompano Park. They're bringing in a guy named Doug Shipley. 
who's got 26 years' experience in the gaming industry for the uh, Isle of Capri with the Racino operation coming up, I guess next spring, they said. So I wish nothing but the best to Dick Feinberg. Boy, is he a great guy. Not related to Joel Feinberg. I'm sure you want to make sure that uh, I pass that along. But what a good guy. He's been very good to me for uh, these last many, many years now. And a super guy, real mensch. So that's the way the cookies crumble, Dick. That's in every businessman. The better job you do, the bigger screwing you get. And I wish nothing but the best for Dick and his family. Good guy. Now, isn't that a bummer to start? This is my last day before vacation and then the summer schedule, and we start with uh, all kinds of crap. Yeah, you got a bunch of downers here. Yeah, God only knows what it's going to be next. Good golly, Ms. Molly. Well, let's see. we got some more bad news from Iraq. Let's get that out of the way right off the bat. That's part of our... That's part of the game game plan. Get that out of the way real quick so you forget about it. Like the Bush people. Just forget about it. Everything's going really well. Not. I mean, after he was over there the other day with that photo op, and after they killed Al Zarqawi, you'd think that uh, things are just smelling like roses now. A Shiite mosque in northwestern Baghdad that saw dozens of deaths in a series of suicide bombings two months ago was struck again today. Oh, my God. A suicide bomber wearing an explosives belt attacked the Baratha Mosque during Friday prayers, no less, while all those guys were kneeling on their magic carpets, killing 11 and wounding 25. The attack took place at 4.15 this morning, our time, during a, ve- during a vehicle ban designed to thwart such violence during Friday prayers. So I guess the vehicle ban didn't work the way they planned, huh? Definitely not. Doesn't sound like it. Well, I guess the best laid plans of mice and men. What are we going to do about that Joe Johnson thing? That really frosts my ass. I mean, I, you know, I was all whipped up and excited about it. Yeah, I wasn't going to say a whole lot. But Rick called in my 30th anniversary show. Called in here. Of course, uh, I guess he knew the bat line. Nobody gave him the wrong number. Or maybe he just called in the yeah, regular line. Yeah, he just lines. called the regular line, if well, I remember see, correctly. Well, I don't know what the regular lines are at Magic Hat. I mean, it's not a talk station, so I, don't, I have no idea how I would have done that. Did I make a bad mistake there by not No, just... it, it's not your fault. He, he took the time to write out a fax. And, uh... Yeah, Joe Johnson took it. It's pretty lengthy fax, too. It goes on at great length, and uh, he gives me a number to call. It's like a dead end. You know, it was very. I, I actually called again, thinking maybe the producer would pick it up or something. It's Dill Johnson's direct line. I had to call that line back again later and leave him a caustic message saying, Are you, you fairy. really screwed up bad, Joe? Call it right now. Huh? Should I? You should. No, we are not going to do that. Well, R- Ricky Tickey's already off the air. I don't want to talk to Joe Johnson. I want to talk to Ricky Tickey Shaw, man. Fifty years on the air. In, well, not, not in this market, but like in radio. It's over 40 years in this market. In fact, I just read... I was just reading an article he wrote many, many moons ago about 1956 and WQAM and the fact that they had a... A 54 share from 7 to midnight, which is more than all the other stations combined. How do you like that? And here we are, 50 years later, and we still got the same number at night, only with a decimal point in front of it. Isn't that amazing? Oh, it's amazing. Wouldn't it have been something if we had a 56 share for Q56? That would have been good. That would have been really snappy. Oh, there's uh, Congressman uh, William Jefferson, at least temporarily Congressman, with a 90 grand in his freezer. They bumped him off that committee faster than you can say, boy, cold hard cash. Here's the uh, facts from yesterday. Who do you think is the most? And we're going to make a thousand votes again today. That that at least is a positive. You can bet you can bet anybody's life on that. You can bet Joe Johnson's life on it. Eight hundred and fifty uh, sixty-two already. Man, they're coming in in chunks today. I don't understand that. How about those Heat, baby? Oh man, they didn't just win last night. They just cremated the Mavericks. Oh, didn't they? they win by twenty-four. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They are white hot, man. Especially that with that icy sleeve. I think that's what put them over the top. Was the icy sleeve. I heard that Dwayne Wade was wearing the icy hot patch on his rectum. That's what I heard. Got him all fired up. Here's that poll result from yesterday. Who do you think is the most self-hating gay celebrity or politician? And again, we're only assuming that some of these people are gay, because I don't think that... Are any of these people out of the closet? Well, yeah, Andy Sullivan. What a jackass he is. And the Miss Rantel. And Mary Cheney. So there's some of them. 
Ann Coulter, 496. Boy, did they hate that bitch or what? Yeah. Man, despise her. She got like over 36% all the votes. Well, what's the Man like Coulter, with that big Adam's apple and a deep voice and that hate, just, just spewing hate. Tom Cruise, 272. Although I got an interesting story if I ever get around to doing these stories today. By the way, that whole thing in Broward about the uh, school test results, bogus. Yeah. Coming to find I knew that sounded too good to be true. You know, so I didn't like get too carried away getting all over on that. Yeah. Hey, it Tom Cruise. Cool. Tom Cruise bounced to the top of the star list. He's the world's number one star, according to Forbes' annual Celebrity 100 Power List, based on earnings and buzz. Bzz, earnings and buzz. I'd like to have bzz, uh, under his ass, like an electric chair. Wouldn't you like to see that? Fire up old Sparky up there in Stark again, and fry his phony faggoty ass, Tommy Cruise. Anyway, he got 272 votes. I hate this poll. 163. Matt Fudge. He got 127 from the world famous Fudge Report. Condor Leeser had 115. Mary Cheney, the vice president's bulldog daughter, had under 112. And after that, boy, talk about small pickings, slim pickings. Charlie Crist, who wants to be the first Republican gay governor of Florida, 25 votes. Mark Foley, the current uh, member of the House. Current congressman Mark Foley of Palm Beach County, 23 for her. Andrew Sullivan. In fact, Andrew was on it, uh, I saw about three seconds of it last night. Larry King had a panel about... Uh, Gays and religion and this getchki and that getchki. He had about 85 different guests on the panel. Each got to say four words. And he had the uh, flaming Andrew Sullivan on there, 18 votes, who was going on about Jesus and the Catholic Church. and Oh, my God. And then Alice Rantel is tied with Andrew Sullivan. Same person, I believe, 18 for Alice. No malice, but what's going on with Alice? Out of almost 1,400 votes. That exciting? And the Marlins, you know something? The Heat kicked ass last night, and the Marlins won their fifth in a row. Three to two, they beat the Braves. They swept the series. Yes, they did. Aren't we blessed here in South Florida? Definitely. My, until uh, the two teams lose a the game, then we'll be cursed. But I, I can never get that call out of my mind. That was a call to the Mad Dog from some jackass after FSU and the, Hurricane, uh, the Dolphins had both won big games in the same weekend on a Saturday and Sunday. And sure enough, Monday afternoon, here's a call to the Mad Dog. Jim, aren't we blessed down here in South Florida? What a moron. Jesus. God, I'm surprised Mandy didn't go to his house and just beat the crap out of him. Beat the living snot out of this guy. And then, of course, it was only a couple of weeks later when both teams lost big games on the same weekend, too. And the guy did not call back to say, boy, are we cursed down here or what? Yeah, like that. I mean, if that's the barometer of living in an area, how good your sports teams do, you know, that would be like saying, hey, let's all move to Raleigh. I mean, you know, I'm sure that Jolly Raleigh Joe would recommend it highly. Let's all move to Raleigh because look at those Carolina Hurricanes. They're a game away from the Stanley Cup, and they've been in the finals two of the last three years it's played. Nothing could be finer than to get out of Carolina. You talk about phony, boy. That, that, that's one reason I'm rooting against them, even though I love my buddy Ray Whitney and he's having a good series. But it's just, it's just so obnoxious, you know. You look at any regular season game in that place, and it's, you could go bowling in the stands and nobody get in your way. Worse than here? Um, much, 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 much worse than there. Oh I mean, it's just like it, nothing. You know, it's one of those deals where they announce the attendance 8,700, something there's like 3,000 people there. And now the stands are packed, and they're all hysterical. And after they lost in overtime the other night, uh, uh, people were sitting around. Little kids were crying because the Hurricanes lost the game. They were sitting there crying. What are we going to do? Oh, my God. I'll tell you one thing that they could probably do. You can act like a man. What's the matter Yeah, exactly. What kind of little pansy kids sit around and cry because their team lost the game? So the idea that because, you know, our teams win or lose, that that has something to do with the quality of life in a given geographical area is so nonsensical, man. It just it flies in the face of common sense. It's just idiotic. I mean, think about great sports franchises, like I'm trying to think of what ones that might have been. Like the Dallas Cowboys and Tom Landry. Remember all those years? Of course. No, you don't. But you've read about them. Yes. Does that mean Dallas is a great place to live? I kind of doubt it. 
there, there are probably other examples. Buffalo Sabres had a big year this year. Anybody want to live in Buffalo? No. Oh, my God. That I, I'd rather be dead. You know, think about places where you'd rather be. No, seriously. You'd rather be dead than live in blank. You know, that'd be a good poll someday. That would be a great poll. Buffalo would definitely get my vote. Oh, my goodness. I mean, maybe even Fredonia wouldn't be too bad, or Depew or Hamburg. At least they got a racetrack. But Buffalo. 10-13 at 560 WQM this afternoon at 2. Oh, again, Geldy at the Miccosukee Golf and Country Club. Geldy squeaking out the hits. Mad Dog at Gatsby's and Davey, 4-7. to seven. Oh, a solid three hours because it's Friday. Because the Marlins game notes start till 7.35. Marlins on deck at 7. The Marlins host the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh-oh. And didn't I tell you the Blue Jays are only a couple of games out of first behind the Red Sox and Yankees? I told you that, and I looked in the standings yesterday, and I was right. That's and great. And it follows the baseball game, huh? That's great. I'm sure they won't be, uh, you know, in another month. What makes you say that? Because what do you know about the Toronto Blue Jays, mister, huh? Well, I know they're the Toronto Blue Jays. You wouldn't know, know Ray Halliday from uh, Johnny Holiday. Roy. So who do you like better, Johnny Holiday or Rick Shaw? Some of those phony radio names, man. Rick Shaw, Johnny Holiday, Johnny Dark. We got we got that one jingle that we can't we certainly can't play now, but I might. Johnny Dark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quick finger, huh? How do you like that? I bet, I bet you got a little little lump in your throat there for a second. I did. I got a little worried. Ten fourteen at five sixty WQM. If you're a cigar smoker, speaking of a big lump in your throat, and you like to kick back with a good premium stogie, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Brahani is for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-rate tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker specializing in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, a flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Insider, and 9.1 rating by Schmoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-body Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also, be sure to check out their Bahia Deseo. It's the hottest release cigar in the last 10 months. The Deseo gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Insider. A powerful cigar with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. It'll tear your kishkis out. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and note of charred wood. One of these, and within five minutes, you'll be coughing and choking like Stan Major. If you want to save 40% off the price of all your Bahia cigars, call this toll-free number and tell them that old Neil Rogers told you to call and underline the old part. 1-800-WE-ARE-OLD here at QM, and we're proud of it. Ancient. We're on the verge of death. 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-B-A-H-I-A. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. No! It's been worth my attention that uh, your ratings are dying now. Well, I don't want to show you what a big ass head I was to you, and how. Rectum. You thought you could find somebody good enough to fill my daggy pants? It ain't easy. <laughs> there ain't no chance I'll ever be coming back. <laughs> Outside of considering a lucrative contract. Hmm? If you want to know what'll save you from shutting that transmitter to the down, why, that's easy.
20 past 10. So speaking of pull, by the way, that's number one with four bullets already in our QM uh, uh, hit-a-meter. Oh, is that right? Sun Sentinel's taken a pull. Many schools around South Florida received noticeably higher grades from the state as a result of this year's FCAT testing. Do you think the FCAT has improved public education in South Florida schools? They've got 4,700 uh, roughly votes so far. 21% say yes, 70.5% say no, and 8.5% say like that. And, of course, those 8.5% are probably products of South Florida schools. But at any rate, it just uh, we'll get to that in a minute. After we get to uh, lamenting the fact that uh, Joe Johnson's an idiot. Now, I, feel, I feel bad about that. You know, not too many feel. I, I feel bad about Dick Feinberg getting screwed over at Pompano Park because he's a great guy. He's been a super guy to me. And then Rick Shaw, you know, 50 years down here. I'm not really sure maybe he was 50 years in South Florida. I mean, how the hell old could he be anyway, right? Man, you could have asked them if you... Uh, you if I were to talk to him, I could have asked him that, or we could look back at that original Jicka piece, that puff piece, that went on for about 85 pages. The Herald shined, Rick Shaw. Back on my 30th anniversary, the Herald, Kevin Baxter, gave me a nice article, and Jicka shined me. This time was the other way around. So, Rick, I guess that's the way it goes. One of the papers will give you like a little a tip of the uh, cap, so to speak, and the other one will shine you, just ignore you, like, oh, who's that? What the hell did he ever do? You know, something like that. Because he writes in that column I read, that article about, about South Florida Radio, uh, 1956 in QM, that would be 50 years ago. I don't know if he was there 50 years ago on this radio station. You think? During the next break, I'm going to Google that other article again and that Jicka wrote and see what the deal is. Because if it's 50 years in this market, that, uh, that's just more than I could deal with. But that would make him just too old, wouldn't it? That, yeah. Because he certainly didn't start in this market. He started like, uh, I forget where the hell that article said he started, like as some kind of a tefillin as a kid. So he's got to be older than I am. Boy, you're sure getting old, Rick. I'd clean that cap once before it takes a nap with you, man. That, clean it out. Get that thing dry cleaned. He actually wears that thing. Yeah, you know, it's not just a prop. I think he sleeps with it. Have you ever seen him in person? No, I don't believe You know I the have. cap I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. He, he wears that like, like to those dolphin games I was talking about the other day when I'd see him every Sunday. He, he wears those, that cap. He, he wears it. Well, I'm sure he keeps it clean. Cover up that bald spot. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's better than that muskrat somebody I know used to wear. You want to cover up a big bald spot, don't wear a dead animule. That's bad. Stinks. WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Neil, I came across something in Sports Illustrator. I almost fell out of my chair when I read it. Oh, my God. It was about the finals with the Hurricanes and the Oilers. Yeah. Did you know that Cam Ward is a devout Christian? We love the Oilers. Da, 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 da. Not well, just so what, again. What, why would they write such crap? Who he, cares? But it was an article about the invisible Maybe theory. that's why he's got that bad complexion. I want, though, if he's devout, then how come the Oilers won? Wouldn't God uh, be on the Hurricanes' side? What do you mean the Oilers side? won? They won a couple of games. Well, they won so a far, couple of games. Carolina's still on the edge. Maybe when he kisses the Stanley Cup, he can praise Jesus. Maybe he's going to point to the sky and say, thank you, God, for the cup. Thank, bless you, Jesus. <laughs> Neil, have a great summer. Thanks for the good news. I'm ready for the Oilers now. We love the Oilers. Come on, let's go. Let's kick some R's. UC Markkinen. UC's played pretty damn good for a Tefillin. Desperate situation here. Okay, let's not get hockey intensive now. I realize that the... Uh, let's see, that game is not tonight. It's tomorrow night, isn't it? Oh, we, yeah. Oh, what do you know about it? You, you don't know nothing about that. I'll have to go to the NHL channel. Well, they wouldn't play on a Friday. They play uh, Saturday. Hockey night in Canada, that kind of crap. Yeah? I, I, did, I mean, I did tell you I saw the, uh, the overtime goal... Uh, yeah. You know. Well, here's. Oh, that's the ticket and the figure skater that the Panthers used to have. He used to do those big figure eights. Every game, around and around and around. They're filling the penalty. Here he goes after the puck. He's played all night. Wayne Gretzky in on goal. Just scores in overtime. 
Oh, I hate him, man. That needle nose piece of crap. Anyway, we'll find out about that. And we'll also find out about Ricky Dicky Shaw. So we already got a lot of things to figure out here, including why we got that on every day. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, bad news, uh, I can No bad news. I can't handle it. <laughs> no, I'm just referring to your bad news about Dick Feinberg. I had recently had a chance to uh, meet him with the organization for which I work, and we're starting a bit of a partnership with them over at Pompano Park. And right. Just, He's a great guy. He's a real, he's a real great guy. I mentioned you on a couple of occasions, and you know we always have a good laugh over it. Um, when, when does this take effect? Now. Really? Now? Okay. I thought you mentioned it took effect like next spring. No, no. I said they're going to have the slot supposedly next spring, but they brought a right. new guy in now. So Dick is. A, I guess you know they, it wasn't a hostile, from what Steve Wolf told me this morning. Right. It wasn't a hostile uh, firing or anything. It just uh, they're going to give him a nice severance and pat him on the back and say get rid of those Hawaiian shirts and you know whatever. <laughs> He'll end on his feet somewhere. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be all right. Hey, did anybody discuss with you the uh, the Man Coulter's George Carlin thing the other day on Leno? No, I got one call from somebody that said they saw Man Coulter, but they didn't see Carlin on there. They weren't on at the same time, were they? No, they. Well, Carlin just got off. You know, did his little act, and Carlin was real bad too. And then he sat down and did his monologue. And I thought there was going to be some kind of a debate, but that never happened. She came down. Carlin sat there and said, "I never thought I'd ever have to move over to the right, you know, to, to meet Ann Coulter, moving one seat over." And that was it. He kind of shut up the rest of the time. She went on with a little, ah, Jesus, thank you. Yeah, well, with the usual hate, the usual hysterical hate and about those yeah. widows, those uh, widows that, yeah. uh, just, it's, just the stuff that she says is so nauseating. We just want to tear her apart, uh, you know, piece by piece. You know, the, and he had a lot of her supporters are in the audience and sharing and hooting and hollering. She says, oh, oh yeah. here's the li- I write this entire book about liberals. I call them godless. They don't have a problem with that, but they have this one thing about the chapter about the New Jersey girls and, and Leno, I thought, my, you know, Leno's never going to take anybody to task, but he was kind of saying, you know, there's, there's a way of saying things viciously and a way of saying things matter-of-factly, and you made it seem vicious. I'd, I'd never Don't really... forget, Leno's the guy that uh, introduced Arnold when he was running for governor of yeah, California. True. He was the uh, one patting Arnold on the back, so look out for him. Yeah, well, the show was much to do about nothing, so he didn't miss that. Uh, exactly, as it usually is, which is why I wouldn't watch it if you paid me. Okay, have a great day, pal. Hi, Neil. Bye. See ya. How do you like that? So that's a little bit of good news is I didn't say anything good on that because that's why I wouldn't watch it. Going to stay up late to watch that crap? Now, I got and a I fax got... here from somebody that, uh, that uh, gave, is giving the correct on-air studio line. Well, it's a little bit late now, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I just figured... Rick is on from 5.30 till 10. On the top of the fax, it says Joe Johnson's Beetle Brunch. That's right, every Sunday. Yeah. Well, guess what, Joe? You screwed up bad. This is Neil Rogers. You failed. This is 562 AM. Friday, you bastard. Trouble with the Beasley clan. Ooh. 
Okay, we won't. You can be damn sure of that. 27 before 11 o'clock. So in his usual inimitable style, Jicka's column that I reprinted out here about uh, Rick Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you know, I have to do, like, math in here. As opposed to saying, hey, he came to Miami in 19, uh, whatever. He doesn't do that. It's 50 years today that he got his first job at East St. Louis, Illinois, in radio. And then, let's see, uh, it seemed he lived the gypsy life of somebody in the business from market to market, East St. Louis to Omaha, Denver, all within four years. So if he had four years of that, that would be 1960, okay? Okay. So then he came to CKR, which uh, was the former call letters of IOD. And uh, it came to, so that would be uh, 46 years. Well, I've been in the business 46 years. He's been in South Florida 46. You got me beat, okay, you uh, silly old man. So there you go. Ricky Tickey's been in the market, by my math, there are 46 years. It's a shame you got to extrapolate as opposed to a ticker. We knew how to write a column saying, in 1960, uh, you know, like that. But uh, you got to do the math on it. Speaking of doing the math, you know, we're going to have almost 1,000 by, by 11 o'clock. We got 9.46. And I just want to out some of these phonies out there in the audience because uh, Josh and I both had looked at this poll last night. Yeah. I looked at it before the basketball game. And the Marlins were like, uh, you know, after the Dolphins and Hurricanes and I don't care and I uh, hate sports, etc. The Marlins were a little bit ahead. But the Heat all of a sudden have jumped ahead of the uh, Marlins by 16 votes. That, oh, now by, yeah, 83 to uh, 77 to 60, by 17 votes on that poll. Which South Florida sports team are you most passionate about? And I use the term passion so loosely because in South Florida, looking for passion, oh, my God, like looking for a needle in a haystack. The only thing they have passion about is the early bird dinner and hate. Those are the only two things, especially hating like, well, they hate just about anybody. Dolphins, 279 votes. Was there any doubt about that? No. Yeah. None of the above, 251. None of them, 251. Hurricanes football, 120. So if you take the Dolphins and the Canes football and put those together, you got 41.9%. And of the people that really care about sports, you got well over 50%. So everything else is like small potatoes. I hate sports, 83. The Heat, 77. Your white-hot Heat. Oh, they kicked some big, serious Dallas ass last night, boy, by 24. Wasn't it like 98 to 74? Yeah. See, I, I checked my score. I don't pay any attention. In fact, I was uh, checking the score during the game. I didn't turn it on just on the sports channel at the bottom because I didn't want to see any of those idiots in the stands acting like real fans. Marlins, 60. And the Marlins have won five in a row, man. They're hosting the Toronto Blue Jays tonight at 735. You better go over there and check out them Blue Jays. Panthers, only 45. I voted for the Panthers. And, of course, you know, 45, way, way back. Although, I will say this, I hate this poll, 23. Hurricanes baseball, 12. And Hurricanes basketball, solamente uno. Oh, no. Out of 951 votes, soltanto uno. Isn't that bad? That's really bad. Well, they needed that on-campus arena. That was really going to do it. See, that's, that's why this whole crap about building the Marlins a stadium, uh, that's so, it's uh, just ridiculous. Like yep. building the uh, Panthers a new building, okay? That, that's your turn it around, didn't it? No. No, they never make the playoffs, and nobody cares. Yeah, but at least the Canes little uh, facility, the convocation center, is, you know, it only seats like 5,000. So? So they the Marlins that, are like about Chinese, a 40, Like the Chinese say, they have an old saying that describes that building, okay? Dafta Sebi Alochenkop. You know okay. what that means? Okay, no. It means you need it like a hole in the head. The Hooters restaurant chain is looking for FEMA's address. Company chairman Bob Brooks said yesterday that he wants to reimburse the agency for the $200 bottle of Dom Perignon champagne that was purchased with a government credit card issued to Hurricane Katrina victims. Isn't that nice of him? Sure. The champagne purchased in San Antonio was among numerous examples of improper spending of Hurricane... So what's this other fact you got now before I go on with this? I threw it away. You want me to get it? No, I mean, just give me a summary. It was I mean, Joe Johnson facts. I don't know if it was him, the, the, the top of the facts, 
said, uh, you know, Beetle Brunch, Joe Johnson's Beetle Brunch. Well, who brunch. else would have that as the head around their uh, uh, facts? Pretty much. But, uh, yeah, he was just saying, hey, this is the on-air number. Well, so it's a little bit late now, sweetheart. It's a little bit late now, Joe. You know, I, it would have been a nice gesture on my part. Now I look like some hard, hard ass, like some old son of a bitch, you know? Hey, you made the boss. effort. You know? uh, I did make the effort. That's why I left a message on his voicemail, because that's all I got was Joe Johnson's voicemail. And you got the original, though, on this. You see he's got the inside line, and the voicemail is both the same number, which I didn't notice the first time. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, just just pathetic. Just tragic, Joe. And now you're probably he's probably buzzing in Ricky's ear. Boy, that Neil Rogers could have called you, but what a bastard he is, yeah? And what, whatever. Anyway, the champagne purchase in San Antonio was among numerous examples of improper spending of hurricane relief money cited earlier this week by the GAO. The bogus spending could be as high as $1.4 billion, but who's counting? In an announcement in Atlanta, Brooks said, It bothers me as an American that resources that were intended to help victims of this tremendous tragedy were spent this way. Even if it's in my restaurants, it's still not right. If FEMA will let me know where to send the check, I'll get out 200 bucks right away. What a nice guy. $200 from Dom Perignon. You know what $200 is to them? It's like if you farted right now. That, that's how much the $200 means to them. The Dom Perignon people. Selling that real expensive bubbly. What's the big deal with champagne anyway? What's the big... Uh, don't ask me. I can't explain it. I, I just never been able to figure that out. I guess because it's expensive, is that what it is? Therefore, it automatically must be good. Champagne or wine, I, I don't really get myself. It's for a phony, pseudo-intellectuals. That, that's a very sued thing, wine. Yeah, I agree. Sued, sued. I'd say there's two kinds of people that go to wine tasting, pseudo-intellectuals and freeloaders like oh! Henry Barrow. Hey, Henry, lose some weight, man. You're a good guy, but God, last time he came in there, oh, man. Did you ever meet his daughter? No. You ought her. Yeah. Boy, she is a knockout. She's beautiful. Must look like the mother. Very talented young lady. And uh, but Henry, of course, the guy, he, he looked like, I think the weight that Ted Kennedy lost, Henry found it. Because Teddy was on her this morning with his dog on CNN. I'm not really sure what that was all about. But anyway, he, he lost a ton. You notice that? No, I'm sure I didn't. he didn't. 977 votes on the poll. We're going to be approaching 1,000 by the end of the first hour today. This is shocking. You know what? Really amazes the hell out of me. Not as good as this line nine on the Eddie line, though, here. WQAM, hello. QAM, Eddie Line. Yeah, is Neil there? Yes, sir, speaking. Oh, hey, Neil. Uh, I was waiting for you to do a poll uh, like that, but let me tell you something. I mean, the fact that they changed Pro Player Stadium to Dolphin Stadium, I mean, that's heresy. Yeah. They've, I, I mean, you know, the Marlins have won two championships. The Dolphins haven't done squat. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the Dolphins those, won those two championships. It's just a lifetime ago, that's all. It's a uh, hundred years ago. Yes, Exactly. So I'm just thinking to myself, you know, wh- wh- I mean, and they're forcing the Marlins to move out. I mean, you know, I just wanted your opinion on that. My opinion on what? On the fact, I mean, do you agree with that? The fact that the that the Dolphins are, I mean, you know, they've taken over everything. That's Wayne, man. That's Wayne. Don't say the Dolphins. That's Wayne. Wayne. That's the organization. Right. Anything, Wayne, anything Wayne touches is immediately cancerous. Don't you understand that? that? And the, the thing that Wayne did, I mean, he traded Sheffield, Alou, Eisenreich, Bonilla, all our good prospects in one day. Yeah. And, also, and, and what about, what, wait a minute, what about the current regime, okay, after, uh, wait a minute, you slow, slow down a little bit. What about their fire sale? Is that okay, too? Probably not. Oh. But also, um, the, the Pacino cut that you always play, the Euphoria one, what movie was that from? Is that from Dog Day Afternoon? No, that's from uh, uh, Glenn Geary, Glenn Ross. That's right. Okay, thanks. Okay, Pally. All right. Don't be picking on poor Wayne, man. And, and don't forget. Buffy's for closes only. Where did you learn your trade, you idiot? Who ever told you that you could work with men? What you're hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us. To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living. You company man. 
you fairy. This is Neil Rogers. Yeah, this is 560 QAM. My wiener doesn't whistle. You are older, you still have your hair and your arched eyebrow. I heard you are splitting up with Heather, your wife. It's another day in the life. Last year your age was 60 and 3. Time to add one more. Let's have a party for Paul McCartney. Now he's 64. Oi! had cancer, John got shot, they didn't survive. Good old Ringo, he's still alive. Once you were busted, holding some weed in Japan on tour. Your wife doesn't need you, the lawyers will bleed you, and you're 64. Oh my God. Have you seen those photos yet of his um, ex-stripper, um, alleged, uh, whatever she was, ex-wife? Yes. You have seen him? Yes. Well, good. 998 votes on the poll. Well, I bet you Tommy's going to write this down on his wrist. Tommy reminds me a little bit of that guy from Memento, you know? Why is that? I, I don't know, just uh, just that same kind of mentality. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe what? too much drugs. I have no idea. What kind of did mentality? You, did you see the movie Memento? No, I can't say I did. You didn't see that? No. Oh, and not only will we get you the uh, DVD, but we'll also tell you about the Easter eggs that you have to, like, um, go through. What? No, no. Keep going. I know what you're talking about. So you can watch it in chronological order. It's a movie that goes from, the, from if you watch it without the Easter eggs, it goes from the end to the beginning. It's backward. Oh, I remember you and George talking about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very good, actually. Okay. And the guy keeps writing these notes on his wrist because he has short-term memory loss, and he can't remember from one minute to the next what the planet he's on, you know. I have kinda that problem. Like, kind of like our sales department. 998 votes. So anyway, we're gonna have a thousand next time I click this. I'll bet. I, I don't understand. A thousand. What, I, what did I tell you? Boy, I better go to the track right now. I'll see you. I'm going to Woodbine. I'm gonna find me a good machine, man. Thousand votes at, at 11 before 11. We're just breaking records. I, I don't understand this. Do you? We could break records. that I put today. this on that early yesterday. I put it on around you know maybe 5:30, 6 o'clock. Which South Florida sports team are you most passionate about? Oh, this is probably because they're on that heat bandwagon. We love you. Uh, whatever their name is, Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah, him too. With his icy sleeve. Oh, yeah, they're uh, white hot, baby. They're dark hot. Dolphins, 289. That guy that called before. You know, Wayne, that's just Wayne. You better get used to it. He ain't going anywhere. And keep in mind, he doesn't give a crap about the fans. He's in it for the money. You know, it's one thing to believe that, but actually to be arrogant enough to say that. I mean, here at QM, everybody knows that, so we can't hide it. We don't care about the audience or about anything else or about the sponsors. We're just here for the money. That's right. Nice going, by the way, Chris uh, Jones. He's got that billing goose up in May and June, singing a hell of a tune. Rhymes with, anyway, Dolphins 289, none of the uh, them, 270. People that care about something else. Oh, that, you know something I shouldn't, uh, I see. 
No, I, uh, for a second there, I was like thinking my vote was wrong. No, it wasn't. Hurricanes football, 124. I hate sports, 85. Well, the Heat, the red-hot Heat, who won, who tied up that series last night uh, with that smashing win, 80. 80 votes for the Heat. The Marlins, on the other hand, have only got 67. Yeah, why is that guy ripping on the uh, Wayne for dismantling the team when they did exactly the same thing next time they won the World Series again? Exactly the same, only worse, if you ask me. They only left two recognizable names on the whole team after this last dismantling, after the fire sale, right? Right. Miguel Cabrera and Dontrell. Did Dontrell pitch last night? Yes, he did. I don't think he got the win, though, did he? Oh, no, was I'm sorry. It? No, he pitched the night before. Uh, oh. Last night was Ricky Nolasco. No, actually, they were ahead. Though. They were ahead 2 nothing. They won 3-2. to two. So, at any rate. See, I have followed this crap. Not not too closely. Marlins, 67. The Panthers, only 47. 4.6%. That is really weak, Alan Cohen, and your brother Marty, too. You'll be watching the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays series closely, I'm sure, when they come down this weekend. I will? Yeah. From Berlin? I don't think so. I won't be here. Well, you'll have all the soccer, you know, you can handle. I won't be watching either one of them, although they do have a great Internet cafe on the Kudam in Berlin. You can go there and uh, keep in touch. Although I won't be sending any stories from there. Don't get the wrong idea. Don't tell George, oh, he can go to the Internet cafe and send the story. No, I'll be on vacation. That means no stories. I hate this full 24. Panthers only 47 bucks. Even on this show with a hockey maven, that's bad. Hurricanes basketball, ba- uh, baseball, excuse me, baseball 13. And Hurricanes basketball, out of 1,013 votes, solamente uno still. <laughs> oh, no. That is, that's unbelievable. Nobody cares about Kane's basketball, you know? That is so sad. And you want to know why? One of the reasons why? Who's involved with that on this station? Judge Darrow. Clarence, that's it. I bet you they might have had four or five votes before that, but once they found out Clarence had his finger deep in it, that was the end of that. WD, it wouldn't be the first time either. QAM, hello. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Okay. Um, I, I just wanted, I heard that caller about whining about Dolphin Stadium. I don't know if you realize the original name of the building was Dolphins Plural Stadium. And, and I don't understand. I mean, it's, it's nice to be on the right side of an issue, but for the wrong reason. I mean, that well, was what do you mean the original name of the stadium was Dolphin? That was Joe Robbie Stadium. No, the original yes. intended, it was Dolphin Stadium. No, 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 the original intended. The original name of the stadium was Joe Robbie Stadium. Right, right before they opened it, the family came through, and it was a big uh, huzzari about uh, the I, I watched them, I watched them build that stadium from the sixth floor at Calder Racetrack. I watched them brick <laughs> by brick, piece by, I did. I watched it from the overpass of the Florida Turnpike. There you go. Uh, I also I also watched them build the Sawgrass uh, Mall from the backyard of my house in Plantation Acres, and I still don't know what the hell the big attraction is there. I, well, you know what? There's outlet malls all up and down the East Coast. I don't see what the uh, the appeal is. Um, I, need I mean, to... the fact the fact that the Sawgrass is the second most visited tourist attraction in the state of Florida that has got to tell you an awful lot about the state of Florida. Well, actually, what's what's disturbing to me is there's another place in Broward that claims that also, and that's the Swap Shop, and that's a, that's real disturbing to me. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Preston, Hen- Pre- Preston Hen's been kind of disturbed too lately, so it goes with the territory. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's nice to find something to distract us from the knuckleheads in Washington. Uh, exactly. That's right. I, we got our I, own fish to fry. You got it. Uh, I'm just wondering. Uh, you know, I don't mind listening to an informed opinion once in a while. Does anybody know what Ann Coulter's? Uh, background is does she have a degree or you know, you know something I, during the break i'm going to google that for you how's that and then while you're at it, laura ingram the other uh oh the other self-hating bitch yeah yeah right she's uh, small potatoes though you don't hear anybody talking about her because she 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 looks almost human a little anorexic but almost human as opposed to man coder who looks like she's out of this world and ought to be did you 
I, I missed you yesterday. I apologize. I'm going to miss you this summer when you're not on. But uh, there was something in the New York Daily News that uh, beacon of journalistic integrity said some Olderman had to apologize to a couple of people because they were sending him obnoxious emails, and some of the replies were just beautiful. But uh, Olderman allegedly was forced to apologize for them. Didn't see that. It's New York Daily News. The columnist's name is Lloyd Grove. And okay. I, and I asked, uh, I sent him a check, uh, tell him to go wipe his, you know what, with one of Rupert Murdoch's signed checks, you know. Excellent. Okay, listen, uh, have a great life, Pally. You too, sir. See you. Bye-bye. So don't let me forget to uh, Google Ann Coulter or just uh, maybe Shooter. During the break would be good. That would solve a lot of problems and make a lot of people very, very happy Google for Father's Day. Here's something for your father. Here's a bullet for Ann with her name on it. Mm. We got over 1,000 votes. It's 1056. I just, I don't understand this. What's going on here? You'd almost think that we got an audience back. This Underline is Neil Rogers. Am I right? No. This oh. is 560 This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? On the 9-11 widows, and in particular a group that had been outspoken and critical of the administration, these broads are millionaires lionized on TV. I've never seen people enjoying their husband's death so much. Yes. And Coulter's so bitchy, she is full of hate. Makes everybody angry, gets the liberals all worked up. Worship by the Fox News game, cause she's blonde and tall. But if she ever ended up missing, no one would care at all. You could be a widow, you could be a priest. You know that you'll attack you if you ever disagree. Wonder what she's thinking by dropping verbal bombs. She supports our soldiers by attacking grieving moms. Can you make her go away? Can we break her skinny legs? We wish each other face, but her phone's getting in the way. Is she a woman anyway? One thing we sure can take, and culture's a disgrace. Because they dare to speak out? To speak out using the fact that they're widows. How about sending in somebody we're allowed to respond to? No, no, no. We always have to respond to someone who just had a family member die. Because then if we respond, oh, you're questioning their authenticity. They were using their grief in order to make a political point. So these broads, you know, are are millionaires stalked by grief for lots of I've never seen people enjoying their husband's death so Mm -hmm. much. Yes, they're all over the news. All over the news. All over the news. Ain't she a beauty, huh? Hey, Anne, one thing we have to say to you. You bitch, you slut, you whore. So I googled the Wikipedia and what the pages. Huh? What do you got? I was just going to sneeze. It's my Ann Coulter allergy acting up again. But Born December 8, 1961. That makes her 45, almost 44. Is a conservative American syndicated columnist, best-selling author, lawyer, and TV pundit who frequently appears on the Fox News Channel, mm. on the fascist news channel. She's known for her distinct speaking and writing style, which is often intentionally aggressive and controversial, intended to provoke a hostile response and garner attention. Her main target is American liberals. 
And she accuses liberals of acting in an unpatriotic manner and both hating God and their own country. She was born in New York City, raised in New Canaan, Connecticut, in a family she describes as upper middle class. Her two older brothers are John and James. More than you ever wanted to know about this bitch. Her father, John V. Coulter, was a lawyer, represented clients uh, who were in opposition to labor unions before obtaining a government job as a constable. Her mother, Nell Coulter, is a member of the New Canaan Republican Town Committee. As an undergraduate in Cornell University's College of Arts and Sciences, oh boy, she came from Cornell, so did Gary Bettman. What does that tell you? Coulter helped launch conservative newspaper. The Cornell Review was a member of the Delta Gamma National Women's Society. She graduated cum laude from Cornell 84. We served her J, uh, received her J.D. from the University of Michigan Law School. Oh, my God. In unctuous Ann Arbor, where they smoke uh, the trees, as a matter of fact. They, just, they don't even waste their time. They just uh, light the trees on fire and smoke it. She received membership in the Order of the Coif and was an editor of the Michigan Law Review. What the hell is that? I got a line, but I'm not allowed I to know. say it. Don't say it. Coulter often wore, it has something to do with rhymes with the, the, what they do on fourth down, though, I think. Coulter often wore a fur coat to class, even in temperate weather. Fellow students interpreted her wearing of the fur coat as a political statement directed at Peter-loving classmates. At law school, she shared an apartment with human and civil rights advocate Cindy Cohn. Oh, my God, she shared an apartment with uh, some uh, female. You know what that suggests to me, don't you? You fairy! And she's how old, 44? She got a husband? No. Oh, no, she's married to her uh, fascism. I'm sorry. At Michigan, she founded a local chapter of the Federalist Society and was uh, trained at uh, the National Journalism Center. And it goes on. She practiced corporate law. She denies she's a fundamentalist Christian, but only because she's from Connecticut, where the term is not frequently used. She says, although my Christianity is somewhat um, less than explicit in this book, referring to her book, Godless, Christianity fuels everything I write. Right. Well, I, right there, what does that tell you? The Christianity is doing what she writes. We don't want no part of that Christianity, do we? No. No way. Get away from it. Run like a son of a bitch. Run like hell. All you kids out there, if any good Christians come to try to like convert you, run like hell and call the police. And load a gun. Just in case maybe the Jehovah's Witnesses will be knocking on the door next. And if they don't get you, then the Mormons will be knocking on the door. And if it's not them, it's going to be the government. There was some Supreme Court ruling yesterday, by the way. That was very nice. Lots of really bizarre rulings. How about that ruling about 15-year-olds in Colorado can marry? And they also said that maybe even like, let's see, 12-year-old girls and boys under 14. Oh, girls at 12, boys under 14 can get married under English common law. You don't get any more common than the Brits. I'll tell you that right now. They are common. They even call, why they think, why I think they call it the House of Commons. There are no more common, oh, and keep in mind that their name was the uh, Battenbergs, the House of Windsor. They were Germans. They weren't even Brits. They were phony. They were ersatz British. Trying to like you know get into that whole lineage thing you know with all that uh, royalty all that other crap. You know the fact of the matter is that they were British. I mean German. Same difference. The Battenbergs. Did that make you want to puke? Not really. Maybe that explains why they got such a lousy cuisine. Although Germans do have good cuisine, I will say that. I'm looking forward. Drugs or other evidence seized at home can be used in trial, even if police fail to knock and announce their presence. The Supreme Court ruled yesterday in a major shift in its rulings on illegal searches by the police. And you know who we can thank for that? Your illustrious president. And his appointees to the Supreme Court. Oh, how we miss Sandra Day O'Connor. The 5-4 to four decision in a Detroit drug case undercuts a nearly century-old rule that says evidence found during an unlawful search cannot be used. The decision also offers a sign that the court might be more apt to strengthen the hand of police with Justice Samuel Alito in the place of retired Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. Samuel Hermann Gehring Alito. Boy, Hermann Gehring sure got a lot of clones these days, doesn't he? And most of them are uh, connected with George W. Bush. O'Connor, who was on the court when the case was first argued, had worried about the sanctity of the home. 
Alito fully uh, sided with Justice Antonin Scalia's majority opinion. There's the real fascist for him, and he makes Mussolini look like a flaming liberal. Scalia. Although he likes to go on duck hunting uh, with uh, Dick Cheney. Too bad he wasn't there on that day, you know. He could have got a hit. Which emphasized that tossing out evidence acquired in violation of the knock-and-announce rule, but with a valid warrant, could mean releasing dangerous criminals. In a dissent, Justice Stephen Breyer, who makes a fantastic ice cream, called the decision doubly troubling. It's double trouble, baby. It represents a significant departure from the court's precedence, he wrote, joined by Justice John Paul Stevens, David Souter, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It weakens, perhaps destroys, much of the practical value of the Constitution's knock-and-announce protection. Well, I'll play Knock Three Times by Tony Orlando and Don. There's a good Christian for you. Tony Orlando. Would he ever make any good music? No. Absolutely not. There's another guy that we can't stand on this show, Tony Orlando. Another Bible-thumping phony. We'll hook him up with man Tie a yellow ribbon around his ass, that's what I say. Now, getting back to that Sun Sentinel with it, just, just embarrassing as hell, you know? It's just amazing to me. See, when you're in the newspaper business and you got a monopoly, you can print any crap you want, and then what's anybody going to do? They're going to call in and debate it? or What are they, they going to do about it? They'll probably write a letter to the editor, and what's the chances of that getting printed? Any? No. None. None. I once wrote a letter to the editor to the uh, Sun Sentinel. It's the last time I'll do it. They didn't print it. You know that? that not that long ago. Well, what, hap like, what happened? And nothing happened. They just didn't print it. That's all. I emailed it in according to their... I had my uh, email address and the whole deal. Phone number, shoe size, even my size, which wasn't much, had a decimal in front of it. And they still didn't print it. So it goes to show, you know, the newspaper... So anyway, a couple of days ago, they put this big article on the front page, which you got all sucked in by. You have to admit it. Not me. I didn't even read it. I was waiting for a little more information. Not that I would... And by the way, how's Captain Harris's plane doing, huh, smarty pants? At any rate, this thing about, oh, the uh, tremendous uh, grades in the Florida schools and the FCAT and all these A schools and not one F. Well, guess what? Half of Broward County schools don't even meet tough federal standards. And this is in the same Sun Sentinel. And they publish it with a straight face. And nearly one out of four Broward schools will have to offer students free transfers to better performing public schools next school year. This sobering account was released Thursday, just a day after the Broward School District was celebrating a record number of A's under the state's grading system, which uses different criteria than the federal No Child Left Behind Act. I think the criterion is if they get one answer right, then it's an A, out of like 600 questions. 131 local public schools did not make adequate yearly progress, also known as AYP, on the Florida Comprehensive Assessment Test, but only schools that failed twice in the last four years and accept federal money for poor students face consequences. As a result, 61 Broward schools must offer transfers. <coughs> schools give parents the choice of two higher-performing schools in the district. Of that group, 47 schools faced, failed at least three years, so they also must offer free tutoring to low-performing students. In other words, to make a long story short, education in Florida sucks. Is that a bulletin, or we already knew that? Now, was the West Palm thing a joke, too, or was it just Broward County? Because West Palm, uh, Palm Beach County, I think they said seven. Well, let me ask you something. Even though we have listeners in Palm Beach County, do we give a flying crap about West Palm? Like I said, uh, bad school no. in Broward. And since this is a statewide story, since you want to make a big simus about this, to show us how smart you are and how stupid all the rest of us are, <coughs> although you did get the uh, Ruth Chris and I didn't. This is true. Dozens of graduates of foreign universities have provided a little more than copies of their college degrees, often written in a foreign language were hired to grade this year's high-stakes FCAT exams, according to documents reviewed by the Scum Sentinel. Only a couple of the applicants provided transcripts of their college work showing they had ta taken math, science, and English courses. 
Their numbers are small. About four dozen out of nearly 2,000 applicants reviewed by the Sun Sentinel were graduates of foreign schools. In most cases, the documents show there was no background check conducted to verify the educational information on the application, and there was no indication which part of the state exam the individuals were hired to evaluate. How do you like that? Is that a good job? Oh, yeah. Critics say the lack of documentation on the ability of test graders from foreign countries is just another indication of problems within the system of hiring temporary workers to evaluate as answers to essay math and science questions on the FCAT. On Sunday, the Sun Sentinel revealed that hundreds of temporary FCAT evaluators with degrees from U.S. schools as well as foreign ones have no apparent experience as an educator or a degree in a field related to the academic subjects they're grading. In other words, they're like, look like that. Perfectly qualified to be uh, grading those FCAT scores. So does that answer a little more of your question? No. It does not? Yeah, it does. Whether it's Palm Beach or Broward or whatever the hell it is, that's a Florida. The whole FCAT thing is bogus. And that's to cover up. And if you look at that other poll in the Sun Sentinel, do you think education is improving uh, in Florida? And it's over 70% said absolutely no. not. It sucks. It blows. You can't complain about public education in Florida. You want to know why? There is none? That is correct. 12 minutes after 11, I'm getting that, uh, maybe it's my allergy in this room or something. Maybe I should take my microphone with a long cord out on the patio. Think. That would be Why? Yeah, then you could hear the sounds of like the uh, trains and the, uh, the sirens and the we birds and all that. Do you hear those? Oh, yeah. Can you actually hear them? Yeah. Well, anytime you're like in a big city, there's a lot of sirens going. It's one thing I've learned. You don't hear a lot of sirens in South Florida. You want to know why? Well, you hear a lot of fire. Yeah, yeah you do. No, not, not that many. Not like here. Do you want to know why? Why? There's no big city. I mean, there's a lot of people around, but there's no big city. Name me a big city. Anyone? Other than Sweetwater and Ogis and Two Egg. Name me a big city. There isn't any. Miami's not a big city. Not Fort Lauderdale really. ain't all that big. Hialeah, right? I guess. Weston. Weston's a big city. I think of New York City. I think of Weston. Yeah. I think of Plantation. I think of Lauder Hill. 13 past 11 at QM. All you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Poker's got all the gambling action you want. And something special for all the men to come out to the track this Saturday, tomorrow, June 17, for Father's Day Eve. All the men willing to admit being age 18 and older, and believe me, they will be, will get a free entry blank to win $1,000 in betting vouchers tomorrow night. Drawings will take place after the 6th and 7th races. You must be present to win. Prizes include a $50, $100, $150, buck, $200, and $500 betting vouchers. What guy do you know who doesn't love getting some extra cash? Plus, there will be drawings for ticket stuff coming Marlins baseball games. So make plans now. Tell your wife, your girlfriend, or significant other, even your mother-in-law, that you want to go to Pompano Park tomorrow for the great Father's Day Eve drawings. You might get lucky. Located just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the Great Smoke-Free Poker Room is open every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker gets underway at noon, goes on until midnight, and live racing gets underway nightly at 7.25 and a p.m. Also, don't miss out dollar nights on Wednesdays when draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and more. Just a buck apiece starting at 6 and a p.m. Pompano Harness at Block South Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, call 954-972-2000 or on the Wicked Web. It's pompanopark.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Friday, you bastard. Cost of living out of control. Corporate walls have no regulation. Traders get a free pass to roam Like Carl Rove, who leaked out innovation And play your loyalty to this earth is a dying You'll follow them into hell 
18 at 560 WQM. So the latest lie act of uh, political desperation by the Republicans. The New Deal is now you're either an America, you're either with the Americans or with Al Qaeda. Oh, you didn't hear that? No, I didn't hear that one. Well, that's a new one in this big debate, this phony debate that they trumped up there in the House. You're either uh, with the Americans or Al Qaeda. There's nothing be- like what Bush said uh, back in uh, after two, uh, 9/11. You're either with us or against us. Nothing in between. There are no shades of gray. You're either a good guy or a bad guy. That's right. Either one of us or an evildoer. A new Fox News opinion dynamics poll reports that Senator Swillery Clinton is the most frightening candidate for president by more than a two-to-one margin, according to Raw Story. It doesn't come any more raw than Hillary. She's frightening, all right. You know what's frightening? What's that? Is that she might get the nomination. I don't know why that would happen. She has no chance to win. Yeah, I was just going to say. See, even you know that. Even a political naif like, like you knows that she hasn't got a Chinaman's chance in hell. Even Tommy wouldn't vote for her. Oh, well, he it might. It would depend on who's... I, I would know, vote. Well, it depend on what? It would depend on who's running, uh, you know, to replace uh, George. Get out of here. Get out you'd of here. For, you'd vote for a phony like John McCain? Is that what you tell me? Or Rudy Giuliani that closed up all the porno in New York? You'd vote for him? No, I wouldn't. Oh, there you go. I'd, I'd vote for her, but I'd sure I'd hold my nose, man. Ooh, God almighty, what a stench. That's probably what Bubba was thinking, too. The ice princess. She is as phony as a $22.5 bill. Plus, you might as well just be a Republican. I mean... Yeah, that, that's the point, yeah. Even though the poll sample contained more Democrats than Republicans, and 60% of those asked that they believed their lives would be better if Democrats gained control of Congress this year, she was still identified by a wide margin to be the most frightening candidate. <laughs> I'm not sure I know what that means, though. The poll leaked to Rostery finds Senator Clinton to be the most feared presidential contender. Oh, I see. Followed by former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, erstwhile Vice President Al Gore, and Arizona Senator with a big puffy cheek, John McCain. You know, the fact that McCain is sucking up to Bush now goes to show you what little self-respect he's got and what a total phony and sellout he is. In the West Virginia primary back in 2000, you remember the stories that they put out, that the Republicans put out about how McCain had uh, an an, illegitimate black child with a prostitute? Yeah. Yeah, that that is correct. And come to find out that he and his wife had adopted a kid from Bangladesh, a daughter, who happened to be dark-complected, which figures she was from Bangladesh. But nevertheless, that's what the Bush crowd put out. That was the Karl Rove of propaganda. And this man just, uh, you know, swallows his pride, looks the other way, and now he's sucking up to Bush. What, what, a dis- what a phony he is. Clinton had the highest fright factor among Republicans at 58%. Independents also feared Clinton over Giuliani, two-to-one margin. Among Democrats, Clinton came in as the second most feared candidate, trailing former Mayor Rudy Giuliani by just seven points. Now they will fear you. The poll was conducted with a sample made up of 42% Democrats, 34% Republicans, 19% Independents. The entire poll covering a broad range of topics from Iran to gay marriage and Monica Lewinsky and flag burning is available there. And you can, uh, it's, it's on our website. It's one of those fine stories <clears throat> that we have on neorogers.com, is it not? Yes, it is. And guess how that hurricane basketball team is doing as far as the emotions of South Florida? Uh, we still got an Uno. 
1,076 votes, boy. It's only 1123, and we got 1,076. This is record-breaking. Solamente uno. Which South Florida sports team are you most passionate about? Yeah, now that that guy told me that Cam Ward is a born-again Christian from the Carolina Hurricanes, now I'm really pulling for Edmonton, man. I'm going to get out my voodoo doll. Who? I'm going to be rubbing my roast beef. The goalie for uh, Hurricane, the goalie, man. Oh, okay. The goalie, you know, the guy that has the mask, like, uh, what's his name, like uh, Jason with the mask. Dolphins, 313. See, you want to, like, uh, watch a hockey game, you might enjoy it, instead of just going over there and getting paid for it. I like going to hockey games. You just don't like watching them, that's all. Yeah, Patrick's over there. Are you getting free food over there? By the way, speaking of free food, guess what I got in my pocket right now, as a matter of fact? What do you got? That I just received. $300 gift cards from Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Really? Really. Aren't you excited about Very that? Nice. I got a 50. 50 what? You got a gift card? I did. Yeah, well, who gave that to one. you? Chef Abdiel, when he came in yesterday. Well, it wasn't that. How come he didn't mention that for crying out loud? You know, these people come in here and bring you all of that food. Give them a little something-something, man. Maybe they'll come back and bring you some more. That's the way it works in this business. We? I if you want to be a professional freeloader, man, just lay it on heavy. Lay it on real thick. The food was sensational. The chef cooked for a special. Tommy was gazette and perfect. He waddled out of there. Yes, he did. I probably did. had a ace deuce and a trace. Which South Florida sports team are you the most passionate about? The Dolphins, 313. Oh, I'm passionate about them, all right. Real passionate. How's that uh, Dante's Culpepper's coming? He was How's at the those... Heat game last night. Was he really? Front row. Oh, my God. Was he putting that icy sleeve on his uh, knees or on his elbows? What was he doing? Had to be on his knee. Yeah, I would think so. Well. And how about, and of course, they got Joey Harrington now. He's a secret weapon. He couldn't play for like a girls' team. He couldn't play in the, he's so bad, he couldn't play in the WNBA if he was like a basketball player. That, that's how bad he is with those dykes. None of them, 291. Well, that's, that figures. Hurricane football, low 133. We love, and of course, ask those 133 people how many of them actually went to or have anybody in their family who went to the U of M. You know how many I would say? About 30, man. That's an exaggeration. I, I just, I don't understand that. Do you? I mean, I didn't go to UM, but I'm a UM fan. Well, like I said, front-running phony. If they wouldn't have won those national championships, you couldn't give a crap less about the Hurricanes. You know that. Or possibly since I grew up down here and it's the only big college and I went there as a kid. But, uh, well, what's wrong with FIU, huh? What's wrong with FIU? FIU just got a football team. Well, there you go. They need your help, man. The Hurricanes don't need you. they got all the front-running phonies they can handle. Uh, get them with FIU. How about FAU? What, are you like some kind of a racist? Is that it? Hurricanes football, 135. I hate sports, 92. The Heat, 87. And boy, did that number, that number went up exponentially as the Heat, like we're pulling away in the fourth quarter yeah, last night, and just crushed Dallas, 98 to 74. And that Heat number just going up and up. We love the Heat. That Shaq, Shaq. They were all going, they were doing their Geldy routine. All over South Florida. Phony is a $522 bill. Yeah, there you go. They're white hot. And as a matter of fact, let me just tell you this. They're neither of the above. They're neither white nor are they hot. I've seen them. The Heat 87 and Marlins 73. They're also kind of lukewarm, although they have won five in a row now. They're on a roll. The Panthers only 52. I hate this pool 25. Hurricanes baseball 14. And out of 1,091, we almost got 1,100 votes by 1,130, man. And guess how many Hurricane basketball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Woo. Soltanto uno. The same one. The same one. I bet you that person feels, uh, I don't know, like... Out on a limb, you they know. They probably clicked that option on accident. Yeah, that was probably a mistake. <laughs> Hurricane basketball, it says there. Oh, gee, you don't want to vote for that. They got that beautiful arena there on campus. See, that, that's what I, that's what cracks me up because there is no campus. I did those Hurricane baseball games all those years. I, I know that. There, there's no campus there. I mean, there's a few buildings, and they got that, that athletic, uh, what do they call that building? 
What? Where they play hoops? What, what, no, where the athletic department is. Uh, that that building. Oh, I don't know. Well, they they got some name for it. Where they have all the jockstraps hanging there. Where Mike Rosenthal hangs out. And all the and Clarence and the Beast. All your buddies there, sniffing the old jockstraps. Wouldn't surprise me if they got like Frank Castro's jockstrap hanging there in that building in the athletic department. He could uh, bang it, man. <clears throat> now what about that uh, Alistair Jesus? I heard he could bang it too. 28 past 11 at 560 WQM. Hey, this summer season is fast approaching. You know what's coming up this Sunday? You got it. Father's Day. This Sunday, June 18. Well, we all know what dads love to do on their big day. They like to eat. They like to manja manja. And it's time to call the melting pot and make your reservations for Father's Day. It's not too late to do it. The melting pot is a fondue restaurant. And boy, what a feast dad is going to have. And a great time, too. It's not just a meal. It's a great experience at the melting pot. You're dipping it and dunking it and the food, too. In addition to their famous cheese and chocolates, they serve up some serious meats and fish for hungry dads like yours. Hearty entrees from center-cut filet mignon to blackened shrimp, teriyaki sirloin, pork lobster, and lots more. The melting pot definitely serves serious food for serious appetites. Nobody leaves that place hungry. You waddle out of there with a big smile on your face, and your pupping is just bursting. They also have an award-winning wine list to boot. And don't forget the melting pot's famous desserts. For a lot of people, that's the best part of the whole deal, man. Dipping and dunking in that chocolate, even that white chocolate. It's unbelievable. Guaranteed to put a big smile on Dad's puss. So make that call today. Invite Dad to dip into something sensational at the Melting Pot this Sunday, Father's Day. A full four-course gift for Dad from you. When you call, tell him that old Neil told you to call the Melting Pot in Cooper City or North Miami Beach or Kendall Boca, Fort Lauderdale, or, of course, Coral Springs. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Neil An old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings. And at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hut. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go yourself. All right. 1134, 26 till noon. At uh, 2 o'clock, we got Geldy from the Mikasuki um, Golf and Country. And I'm sure he'll be talking exclusively about yeah. Mad Dog at Gatsby's and Davey 4 to 7. He'll be talking exclusively about. Yeah. And then we got the Marlin game. Marlin's hosting the Toronto Blue Jays. Those uh, fairly, uh, not red hot, but like kind of lukewarm, you know, bubbling under, Toronto Blue Jays. And then Eddie K after the uh, baseball game. Any interest in those Marlins, huh? No. And you'll be pleased to know the Hurricane basketball now has got three. Oh, well, somebody's just trying to goose it up a little. I think Frank Castro and Alex DeJesus voted for that. And maybe Howie Shapiro. The House today rejected the timetable for pulling U.S. forces out of Iraq. They just had that big vote. They just concluded it. 
debate, uh, culminating a fiercely partisan debate between Republicans and Democrats, feeling the public's apprehension about the war and the onrushing midterm campaign season. All about politics. That's what they're doing. They're playing politics with the lives of those people over there now, including all the Iraqis as well. They had no business being there in the first place. I'll tell you who was really great yesterday, and it's too bad that he's such a little twerp. Yeah. That's Dennis, Dennis Kucinich. He was sensational, screaming and yelling and wailing and just telling it exactly the way it is. And about how we don't belong there in the first place, and they never attacked us, and uh, we're invaded their country, and we don't belong there at all. And he's absolutely correct. Yes, don't confuse is. the American public with that, though, because after all, it's the war on terror. And don't tell the American public there was no al-Qaeda in Iraq before we invaded there, or that there was no terrorist threat. Don't tell them that. They've totally switched the subject, man. Now, that's what they've, they're just amazing the way that the Republicans keep doing that. In a 256-153 vote, the GOP-led House approved a non-binding resolution that praises U.S. troops, labels the war in Iraq part of the larger global fight against terrorism, and says an arbitrary date for the withdrawal or redeployment of troops is not of the national interest. And by the way, the new vice president of Iraq, uh, when Bush was there on Tuesday, you know what he asked him for? No. He asked him for a date for withdrawal for uh, American troops. But nevertheless, don't, don't be confused. Now, they want us out of there, man. Retreat is not an option in Iraq, declared House Majority Leader John Bain, a Republican of Ohio. Achieving victory is our only option for the American people and our kids. Right, like the 2,500 kids who are dead now. House Democratic Leader, wishy-washy Nancy Pelosi of California, countered, Stay the course? I don't think so, Mr. President. It's time to face the facts. She said the war in Iraq has been a mistake. I say a grotesque mistake. Well, there you go. She's starting to butch up a little bit. Also, the Senate. I don't think it's got the vote in here, the numbers, but the Senate uh, voted. Oh, yeah, here you go. Well, that was yesterday. The Senate rejected the call to withdraw 93 to 6. But Democrats criticized the GOP maneuver that led to the vote as, a, as political gamesmanship and for, promised further debate next week on a proposal to start redeploying troops this year. We need John Murtha to take over a bloodless coup. That man's going to kick some ass if he don't croak first. Maybe a little bit on the old and uh, curmudgeon side, but he's good. You know John Murtha? No. You don't know you John Murtha from old uh, Big Bertha. Happy 50th to Rick Shaw again, and he can blame, uh, what's his name, blame Joe Johnson for the fact that he gave me the wrong phone number. What an idiot. I would have called in. I, get you, I, get, I guarantee you that would have made his whole day. Although I'm sure he probably got a few other calls from some, uh, not, not people as important as me, of course, but he probably got a few calls while he was on this morning. Maybe we'll get a spy reporter to on Ricky Ticky on his 50th anniversary in the business. Wouldn't you think? Maybe. I mean, if it was as good for him as my 30th anniversary show, boy, was that something or what? No. No. WQAM, hello. Wasn't much. QAM. WQAM, hello. Am I the winner of the... Five six seven oh five sixty pound. We actually had a couple of calls there in the first hour. A couple of rational people, which surprised the hell out of me. On a Friday, the 16th of June, right in the middle of the uh, vacation season. Isn't that shocking to you? Yeah. We had people in IQ larger than their digit. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. WQAM. Crank it up a little bit louder so we can hear it, too. WQAM, hello. Hello. Are you giving away any of my heat tickets today? Yeah, we're giving away something now, right? Okay, we're going to give you, yeah. going to send him right to your house, and he's going to stick an icy sleeve right in your right you like that, Pally, before he heads back to Dallas. Isn't that exciting? I, I don't know what all the big Timmons is with that, although I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a soccer match on right now from the World Cup, you think? Oh, I'm sure. <clears throat> Let me get to my soccer uh, channel. Fake love. Fake lust. In a world of fake muscles, fake food, fake hair. But well, you can look on the menu, notes. right? I can't do that. Fake tans, fake tattoos, fake beauty, and fake bands. Good to know you can get a real beer. <laughs> That's a great spot. That's why I left it on. Everything is fake. Airzots, fake calls. I beg your pardon? 
You have the uh, the menu. You can look. Oh, no, it says U.S. Open Golf on this channel. Now, this was, uh, oh, oh, there's the World Cup. They moved it. They, they played a little fast and loose with me. They moved it to a different channel. But it doesn't say who's playing there. I, I don't think maybe there's not a game going on right now. I don't know. Or maybe it's halftime. I don't know what time, but I think the Americans are going to go 0-2 today and be done. Are you kidding me? The American, uh, that embarrassing team that got knocked off by the Czech Republic 3 nothing the other day? That's bad. That would be bad for American ego. WQAM, soccer line. Hello. It's Chronic Friday. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. When they swore in Alito, it's kind of funny. Everyone was so worried about them going after Roe versus Wade. It looks like they did a nice fake out on us. They were really after the Fourth Amendment, so they could just search us whenever they wanted to. Yeah. I can't believe it. There I mean, go your freedoms, man. Right down the drain, baby. I mean, this Patriot Act is one thing, and now they're going to just... There goes the that. Constitution, man. Just like your president said, it's just a GD piece of paper. That's what he says. I'm still waiting to see who's playing the soccer match. Oh, there you go. 2006 FIFA World Cup from Germany. Six FIFA World Cup Germany. Brought to you by Toshiba. Celebrate the beautiful game and take a shot at high-definition prizes at completetheplay.ca. Toshiba. Complete the HD experience. And by Rogers Wireless. <laughs> Rogers brings you okay, two great. We're not for the spots already. Okay, do you in this station? On the latest MP3 phone. Dude, that What is the score? Aren't you looked up? That's another spot. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. What they are they spot do? intensive, huh? Well, they got to get something out of this crap. I mean, do you think anybody really cares? No. You know, how do you think Canada's doing in the World Cup? They're not in it. I, well, you knew that, huh? I did. Well, there you go. We don't have a team. We don't have a team. I'll be damned. Well, you know, when you're busy with hockey and curling, man, you don't have time for this other important stuff. And when you invented basketball, see, you people better kiss the ground for the Canadians because they invented basketball. Without that, yeah. you wouldn't have all that to, like, uh, pound on your chest and say, look at this, the heat are going all the way, uh, all this other crap. Look at that, the heat got 91 votes on there now. <laughs> if they would have got their ass kicked last night, you could turn that number around. It'd be like 19, guaranteed. 19 till noon right now, QAM. With lightning quick speeds, the latest features in security, Comcast high-speed internet leaves DSL in the dust. Call today and get the best offer of the year at Comcast High Speed Internet for just $24.95 a month for your first six months. Plus, Comcast will upgrade to the super fast 8 meg premium speed tier free. With an always on connection speed of up to 8 megabits per second, Comcast High Speed Internet is up to five times faster than DSL 1.5 and up to 100 times faster than dial up. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, or just surfing all your favorite sites. Comcast Reliable Fast Connection means you'll be flying through the Internet. Flying just like Peter Pan. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet, you'll get instant access for free features like video mail, Comcast Rhapsody Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts just to be named in a few. Not only that, but you also get free McAfee security tools included so you can rest assured that your Internet experience is always safe and secure. An annual savings of over 100 bucks just for the security alone. So what are you waiting for? Start doing more faster than you ever could before. Sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet today for just $24.95 a month for six months. In date, call 305-COMCAST or in 954-COMCAST. Call today for details. Certain restrictions apply. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Down south, where the mud ones go to hang from trees and play banjo. You got some who own a station on newfangled radio. Now, as North Carolina grows, Raleigh's a big city, you know, and that's where the Beasleys had to go for Jolly Riley Joe. 
a new GM. He'll do what he can. Shake your hand like a friend. Then quickly walk away. <laughs> they had Joe go to 560 with ratings in the toilet bowl to get those flaming sport homos in order and control. And then so jolly Raleigh Joe, a buckler and in the know, he lets most go. And here's what blows, gives Geldy his own show. He'll make a big change and rearrange. It's worse or the same. He hasn't done a thing for what goes on the air at two. Joe don't have a stinking clue about a four. Not that essentially blows for all radio. The GM of 560, Jolly Raleigh Joe. Oh, 11.47, 13 till noon at WQAM, your used-to-be great station. Boy, 1956, we had an 8 million share in that Ricky Ticky. What a memory he's got. Guess who's playing in this big game now? Uh-oh, who we got? Netherlands and the Ivory Coast. Nederlands, those Dutchmen. You know, I saw a, um, on one of those travel shows, I saw it last night, it was about Holland and about Amsterdam, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed watching it because I see a lot of familiar places. But you hate and, the Dutch. I beg your pardon? But you hate the Dutch. That is correct. Not all of them, just most of them. And, uh, of course, it's on one of those uh, travel channels, those goody two-shoes. And they show, like, a little glimpse of the red light district and Chiquita's sex shop and whatever. Uh, and then they're going on about, well, in recent years, though, uh, the political winds are changing. And uh, there's des- a desire to eliminate some of these seedier aspects. And they, sh- they show some guy, some old, nasty-looking coot, and he's sitting there with some tourist, you know, uh, peddling drugs or whatever. And uh, implicating that they're going to take the sex and drugs out of Amsterdam. Well, let me just tell you this right now. Yeah. They don't. They, they may be, you know, like a little bit uh, hard ass over there. But the one thing they're not is they don't have a death wish. Because if they were to do that, there wouldn't be anybody going there. I can guarantee you that. They sure aren't going there for the cuisine or for the uh, lovely brown water in those canals. Oh yeah, be sure when you go to Amsterdam to take one of those uh, boat tours, you know, in the canals, and you can see just uh, why the water is so brown. Now let's see. Well, what what is going on here? Will they get to some action here or what? Uh, I guess they must be coming out on the field. Simon Cote d'Ivoire, because there's been criticism of his selection of the system of play that he's been applying to the team. He has been a little off. Oh, this is seriously. I I, I would rather. I, I can't think of anything in the world I'd rather less watch than soccer. I'd rather watch golf, and I'd rather be dead than watch that. Uh, I Tommy's into golf. Not. Not. Don't even have any clubs, huh? I wouldn't go that far though. And what? get a club sandwich. The whole like uh, I'd rather watch I'd rather watch soccer than golf. No. At least it's nonstop. I mean, there's not excitement. Nonstop what? Kicking the ball. Nonstop kicking the ball, dribbling it around back and forth at midfield, right. and uh, the goalie picks it up and he holds it for 20 seconds, and the clock is going like that. But golf, man, on TV. No, I, I would agree with that. They're both coma inducing. I would say curling, golf, <laughs> and soccer. You take those three. You call those bowling sports. Bowling, too. Throw bowling in there. Now, nah, come on. Bowling is a little, uh, you know, you're never rooted for a guy getting a perfect game. You never saw bowling for dollars, man, with Eddie Kowalik's and Buddy Bomar. No. You know, now that my buddy Dick Feinberg got screwed over there at Pompano Park, what, who am I going to uh, give all these harness racing names out for? Because he's, he's the only guy that ever knew who I was talking about. Don't leave town, Dick. I need you there for um, moral support. You know, there's the one guy, probably more than anybody else, who helped to put over that thing in Broward on the uh, getting the slots thing passed. He did more good work on that, and really, um, he, w- he was the main man. And what does he get as a reward? A good stab in the back. That's the way the world works, man. That's just the way it is. 
According to the latest NBC Wall Street Journal poll published late yesterday, Americans view former Vice President Al Gore unfavorably by 42 to 30 percent. Unfavorably. How do you like that, huh? Though 53 percent of the Democrats give him a thumbs up. They didn't say thumbs up where. How dare they drag the good name of the United States of America through the mud of Saddam Hussein's torture prison. Abu Ghraib. That's right. But his cause draws adherence. 59% say climate change warrants some action or immediate steps up from 51% in 1999. Well, isn't that great? Those must be people living close to the polar ice caps that are melting. After appearing with Falwell, 2008 hopeful McCain sees favorable ratings among conservatives tick up from 40% to 36%, from 36 up to 40 McCain standing among Republicans, 47 positive, only 16 negative, exceeds the 36 to 13 showing for potential rival Newt Gingrich. Oh, family values man Newt Gingrich, who was giving his wife to sign the divorce papers while she was laying on her deathbed. Among 2004 Bush backers, 8% say their 2006 vote will signal opposition to the president. 8%. They're really going to have to work hard on those voting machines. I see there was another big scandal in California with this latest uh, race out there for uh, the seat of Duke Cunningham. And there are all kinds of questions about the Diebold machines. And uh, it's just, uh, there, there's no point in having any more elections in America. Just forget about them. Right. You want me to go vote again? Yes, I do. I mean, if you tell me you're not going to go vote, well, this time forget it. I mean, there's really not much to vote for. Because the, what are you going to vote for in uh, your congressional races? You don't even know who the hell is running. And the incumbents are all going to get in anyway. Nor do I care. But, uh, right. no, I will not be uh, definitely. But 2008? Not no. Now, let's see. Will I be on air in 2008 for the election? <clears throat> if I'm alive? Yes. As a matter of fact, that'll be my last one on the air. I'm still around. 2008. It'll be great. But do you realize how much time we got? Just, just take a look at what's happened here in the last week, man, with this big photo op in Iraq, and they got Al Zarqawi, and they got Al Goldstein locked away at uh, Rake Records Island. They're making uh, the world safe again from those terrorists. And Karl Rove ain't going to get what he deserves, and uh, they got that vote. It's just pathetic. The Democrats just don't know how to play good old country hardballs like the Republicans. They just, they, you know, there's some slimy Democrats like that uh, Jefferson guy with that $80 billion in his refrigerator in small bills. But they just don't know how to outslime the Republicans. That's the problem. Nothing wrong with a little cold cash. Yeah. 90000 in the refrigerator, and, of course, it's a racial thing now. You know, everything is a racial thing. Oh, look at that. They're, they're, you know where they're playing this game? In Stuttgart. I've never been there, but I just like saying that. Stuttgart. Sounds so... Ooh, it raises the hair on the back of my neck. I don't, I don't mind. I love Germany. Although when I see some of those old krauts, you know, I just watch the way they're walking. They're like goose-stepping up and down the Kudam. They're goose-stepping. And I know they're still singing. In, in private, they're still doing Deutschland über alles. I guarantee you that. They're still saluting it. They've probably got a big swastika on their bathroom wall, on the tea room wall. But uh, Germany's great. But some of the names there, oh, Stuttgart. And like when I first went to Amsterdam and heard them speaking Dutch, which sounds so much like German, only more, <laughs> more guttural like that. Oh, oh my, you can't believe what I just did. Mm. Get a little hawker? A little bit. Oh, a purple. All right, a good one. That's a good omen when you got a purple one on a Friday. There's the Dutch with those pu- pukey uh, orange outfits. Yeah, there's not a lot of people there. Now, he looks pretty good to me, that guy right there. Where the hell do I find him? Maybe he's on the route of Vaseline. Showing a whole Dutch team up close and personal. One guy looked really good, and the rest of them looked uh, subhuman. Looked like, well, it's the Dutch, you know. Can we go back and see that number three player there, please? Holy cow. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. They haven't taken their seats yet. Well, you, you'll see. Once they start, when they drop those balls, they're a midfield man, and all of a sudden, all hell's going to break loose. Oh, there's the uh, team from uh, what is it? The Ivory Coast. There's all them silly Dutchmen there with their orange outfits on. Those hooligans, right? Titi in the Ivory Coast. Did he just say Titi? Are enjoying the coverage too. There's all the Dutch. What are you talking about? You're just thinking those are empty seats. See, those are orange uh, uh, things. Uh, no, the national anthem for their country. Oh, I don't want to hear the Ivory Coast national anthem. We'll probably get knocked off the air if we do that. How about which one of these guys looks good? Well, let's see. They look a little bit dark to me, which don't necessarily mean they don't look good, but they look like a, I don't know. Not nobody so far. <laughs> nobody so far. Look at that, that guy's guy. a midget. That's a little that George. guy's a midget. And that guy's even <laughs> shorter. That guy's about two feet tall. And then the camera bounces up to this. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. What, what is that? He made, it was Denise Rodman, I swear to God. That was Denise Rodman. I recognize that child anywhere. Now, these guys ain't too uh, sharp looking, okay? Look at that two-car garage nose. Two-car garage nose. Oh, my God. What a shame. <laughs> oh, that was great. It was great. <laughs> yeah, there's some very fine-looking, uh, dark-complected uh, guys in the world, but there aren't any of them on that team. <laughs> Where's Malcolm from I, the Young and the Horny? Where's I, my buddy? Well, what is that guy doing? Did you see that? Lavender's dead. He was patented. <laughs> Great, great scenes here. In oh yeah, this is, this is so emotional. <laughs> right, right scenes. It's the nastiest thing I ever done seen. I'll tell you that. It's just a bunch of cockas. What it is? Needle lines all the way, baby. Them Dutchmen. Uh, otherwise, they like uh, throw a bunch of drugs at them. Eleven hundred and sixty-three votes. Now let's see. All the uh, Dutch players are white, aren't they? Isn't that interesting. Not really. Yeah. Kind of, no, no. Actually, this is surprising. There's a lot of Rasta guys in uh, Holland, but they didn't make the team. 1,160, well, they're too busy uh, doing business. 1,163 <laughs> votes. Which South Florida sports team are you the most passionate about? Dolphins, 338. We love those dolphins. They're really bad. They suck. None of them, 307. Hurricane football, 148. Heat, 96. I hate sports, 95. Marlins, only 79. The Heat are really on fire, baby. They're red hot. Panthers, only 57. Boy, why even bother, you know? I hate this pool, 27. Hurricanes baseball, 15. And Hurricanes basketball making a big move. Trace. This and is Trace Neil Rogers. Two votes. This is 560 QAM. Mohammed and David. And this portion of the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour is brought to you by the Leaded 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Slices of pizza. All for me. Just take that lady, rich guy's love so well. Get her in bed with her boyfriend in a hotel. And take away any birth control. You got a real pregnant and under cold. I could hear Anna say, oh no. I miss my regular monthly clothes. She's craving pickles and ice cream, so you know. She's 
1203 at 560 WQAM. we got Kelton Keller up to Don't forget, George will be back next week. He'll be doing a show. I'll be in Berlin rooting for the, uh, who am I going to be rooting for? I guess Germany if I want to be safe, huh? Well, you know. Do you think that would be a good idea? You'll have crews from all over the world there. Tommy Cruz? Yeah, there'll be a lot of people like him there. Yay. Right? There always are. A 15-year-old girl, and then, of course, after that, then uh, the following week, it's the summer schedule. George, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll be on on Tuesday and Thursday, unless, of course, I'm ill. Unless I just feel like laying out. Now, the 4th of July is on a Tuesday. You don't think I'm working on the 4th of July, do you? Why not? Come on now. So it's a, what are you talking about? It's a legal holiday. Tommy ain't going to show up on the 4th of July, are you? Well, he's Tommy show up right now. Yeah, he's not showing up right now because Miguel's here. Where did Tommy go? Tommy has a lot of work to do. Oh, that's right. It's Friday. Plus, he was going to, I think that line about the two-car no, garage nose, I think that put him over the edge. Oh, that was me, but. I know that. Oh, okay. I know it was you, but I think that, that set him into a different frame of mind. So we got Miguel now. I wonder how the Cuba team is doing here. We have a team? No. Neither does Canada. No countries with the C are allowed to uh, play, I guess, except the Czech Republic. Now, so did the U.S. already play in losers? They uh, they're no, going to up. No, I uh, USA plays tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. I thought it was tonight. I remember seeing previews. Who are they going to get beat by tomorrow? Uh, Italy. Italy, yeah. Oh, Italy! Oh, those Italians, man! Look out for them. They'll make them an offer they can't refuse. They'll be damn sure they don't win that match. So let's see. Uh, oh, did you see that? The official just gave the thumbs up. I think. Oh no! Wait. Time. Let me get that back on real quick. Yeah, get that back on again. I don't think you missed anything though. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it looks no like zero, a couple zero to me. Oh, now get it right. Nil nil, man. Oh, nil nil. As in. Nil God. Nil God. Denver, Colorado. Now a lot of you perverts out there probably would like this story. I find it to be absolutely grotesque. A 15-year-old girl can enter into a common-law marriage in Colorado. A state appeals court ruled yesterday. Younger girls and boys may also be able to marry. While the three-judge panel stopped short of setting a specific minimum age for such marriages, it said that they could be legal for girls at the age of 12 and boys at 14 under English common law, which is recognized in Colorado. You know, the interesting part about Colorado is that it's generally such a right-wing, bigoted, blue-nosed, hateful, uh, goyish state, and yet they come up with some kind of crap. You know what else? Another one? Utah, where all those polygamists are, all those Mormons, Right. Well, one and the same. It's more of that hypocrisy again, man. They're holier than thou and goody two-shoes and everything is sinful and yada, yada. But in the meantime, they're the ones that are doing everybody, everything that moves. The ruling overturned a lower court judge's decision that a girl who was not older than 18 was too young to marry when she was 15. The panel said there was no clear legislative or statutory guidance on common law marriages and that Colorado courts have not determined age of consent. I'm going to tell you how little scoring there is in these matches. They haven't even put on my, on my feed here. They haven't even put the, you know how they have the, like, any sporting event, the score thing at the top of the screen. They haven't even bothered putting that up yet. Well, that's on here. Oh, is it on there? What yeah, are you watching? I got, ESPN? A nice, I got a nil nil. Yeah, the, on the douche. Oh, it's on the douche? Well, I'll be damned. I'm watching on, um, what, what is this? Well, on this crappy TV, I can't even see that it. it says zero zero, but. Oh, it's on an HD. I got an HD in my living room. This ain't no oh, this HD. is Sportsnet Pacific, is what this is. So, excuse me, Sportsnet. Uh, Colorado is one of ten states plus the District of Columbia that recognize common law marriage, which is based on English law dating back hundreds of years. For traditional ceremonial marriage, Colorado law sets the min minimum age at 18 or 16 with parental or judicial approval. It appears that Colorado has adopted the common law age of consent for marriage as 14 for a male and 12 for a female, which existed under co English common law, the ruling said. Nevertheless, we need only hold here that a 15-year-old female may enter into a valid common-law marriage. Because that was about that one case, specific case. But they're saying, well, it could be younger than that. It could be like about 5 would be good. Well, you know how mature you are at 12 to 14. No, but how about at 5 or 6 would be good? You could, like, uh, you know, have your own, like, uh, sandbox. There you go. 
The appeal was filed by Willis Rouse, 38, who is serving time for escape and a parole violation. He argued that he and the girl began living together in April. Well, listen, Rick Springfield uh, was 24, Linda Blair was 15, and they moved in together and shacked up. Did he say they shacked up? And that was with her mommy's permission. He argued that he and the girl began living together April 2002 and applied for a marriage license a year later. The girl had become legally independent by then, but her mother also consented to the marriage and accompanied the girl and Rouse to obtain a license. A judge invalidated the marriage, saying anybody under age 16 needed judicial approval for either common law or ceremonial marriage. While yesterday's ruling found the girl was old enough to marry, did not conclude whether she and Rouse had a valid marriage. The court sent the case back to trial judge to make that decision. Well, Colorado, baby, you want to marry him young, go to Colorado. And then you can also be on Dateline, too. Yeah, go on the Internet, try to hook up with some young girls in uh, Colorado, and then you can be on Dateline. Huh? <laughs> then I'm like... over here. I'll be right out. I'll be right out. Well, just sit down. Yeah, just have a seat over there. I'll be right out. It's funny you don't look like a little girl. Well, there you go. Current military and former intelligence officials remain concerned about a U.S.-led strike on Iran, despite the recent appearance of diplomacy on the part of the U.S. State Department and the offer of incentives package to Iran. Officials point to new developments, such as a recent meeting in Rome between an Iranian arms dealer and controversial neoconservative Michael Leiden and the March creation of the Iranian uh, directorate inside the Pentagon as examples of recent events similar to the lead-up with the war in Iraq. Dun, 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 dun. These officials also add that as an unyet uncompleted phase two investigation into pre-war Iraq intelligence suggests the same problems may recur when addressing Iran. They note that the Pentagon's Iranian directorate mirrors the so-called Office of Special Plans, which played a major role in feeding phony intelligence to the president that bolstered a phony case for war, for an invasion. See, I don't know about you, but my idea of a war is like when two countries are fighting each other. Yes, that's the general... But there is no war. There is no war going on. That's why they have to keep using that cliche, the war on terror. This is part of the war on terror. Because they didn't invade us, and they're not, they're not technically fighting us, but we just put together a coalition of the will in countries that nobody ever heard of beside the Brits, and uh, they're all in there, all five of them. A recent trip by Michael Leiden to Rome has raised... Red flags among those concerned about a potential war with Iran. Some believe that Leiden, a longtime advocate of the Iranian regime change, was involved in the Niger forgery scandal. You know, when they dummied up those phony, uh, that Joseph Wilson outed them on those phony uh, documents? Yes. About Iraq with the, uh, yeah. In late 2001, Leiden, middle expert Harold Rode, and Pentagon analyst Larry Franklin, who later pleaded guilty to passing classified information to a Washington pro-Israel lobbying group, traveled to Roma to meet with Iranian arms dealer Manukur Gorbinfar, and various Italian, Iranian, and Egyptian intelligence agents. Not long after that, documents falsely purporting that Iraq had attempted to buy yellow cake uranium surfaced in the international intelligence community, ending up at an Italian magazine, Panorama, for which Leiden wrote periodic articles. And now they're planning some phony information about Iran, and this will probably be our October surprise. Just in time for those mid-year elections. I, I, you know, I don't think there's ever going to be any more Democrats. The Republicans are just going to call off all the rest of the elections. It's all done. You're finished, baby. You're all done. Finito. Now, they still haven't put that thing up, that box up here on mine. I'll, uh, look at that shot. That, was that, well, don't that worry. I'll uh, tell you when someone scores. No, I'll, I'll know that. I'll know that by the roar of the crowd. Although the crowd seems to be fairly sound-handed. It's only 11 after 6 at night. Well, today. Watched today by his club manager, Arsene Wenke, who's uh, just behind me, actually, the Arsenal manager, working for French television. So, certainly... Interested in the performances of Ibuwe here and Toure. Did you say Baba Bowie is playing for uh, uh, Ivory Coast? That's what he said? That's their star player. Baba Bowie. Well, I'll be damned. They'll probably get a big write-up in that German magazine, Stern. 1,192 votes on the poll. 92 shabby. UM basketball, though, still got only the same three. You know, I, I don't want to keep leaning on them, but 
they they needed that that arena there or that on campus building. They needed that like uh, we need hemorrhoids, you know. What happened to my one to two hour? Did I throw that away already, or what happened with that part of my log? You better refax me the one to two hour. Already then. No, I'm serious. I just I, I think I lost it. <laughs> or maybe maybe I'm just leaving at one o'clock and I didn't realize it. You think that's possible? I think that's real possible. Good. See ya. Twelve minutes past noon at QM. I know one thing. We got Geldy. Oh, boy. If it's Friday, it must be Geldy at the Miccosukee's at two. Picture yourself cruising the waters off Biscayne Bay at sunset. The Miami skyline off the bow. Miami Beach behind you. Well, you don't own a boat? Maybe that's the best news of all for you. Call Club Nautico right now and rent one. That's a smart way to go. 1-800-BOAT-RENT's the number to call. The new Club Nautico on South Beach and Key Biscayne have top-of-the-line Sea Ray boats ready to rent. Exhilarating power boats. New models prepped and waiting for you. And they're Sea Rays, too. The Mercedes of boats. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and Club Nautical will get you all hooked up. Join the club at Club Nautical and save even more boat rental after boat rental. They do all the work for you. No preparations, no docking fees, no maintenance, no cleaning up when you're done. No hassles whatsoever. Considering the cost of owning a boat, you can't afford not to choose the smarter way to do it with Club Nautical on South Beach and Key Biscayne. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT right now. Club Nautical, they set the standard on the seas at 1-800-BOAT-RENT. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Shack, 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 Rob, man. Look who's here. It's Shack. Oh, hey, man, it's Shack. I don't care about any of you people. I just spend your money. Shack. 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 I love you. Shack. You're my man, Bingo Man. Now give me your money. I got $4 here. There's some details too far. Take all my credit cards. You they sure are. We got 1,196 votes, almost 1,200 already, and guess what? We got four now for you in basketball. Well, Isn't that exciting. It'll have five by the end of the day. If we can, it goes to show. If we keep this poll on for another couple of weeks, we might have like seven or eight. I doubt it, though. I think they all voted twice, both of them. Uh, still no score between Netherlands and the Ivory Coast. I'm watching it. Are you really? I am, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You watch that so I can turn it off, and I'll go back to uh, certainly not News Network, because maybe there'll be some breaking news, you know. Maybe Ann Coulter will break a leg or break her neck or something like that. Well, every once in a while, it's good to just hear the volume. Now, let's see. You don't have the same guy that I got, though. That, you got what? The deuce? Yeah, I got the deuce. The deuce. I got 28 due to injuries. And wasn't going to take over coaching. and Only persuaded to do so by Johan Cruyff. He continues to be his mentor. Wouldn't you know that the uh, stuffy Brits would be the biggest ones in all of this? How are they doing, by the way? Did they win their match the other day, the Brits? I think they did 1-0. I it? couldn't tell you. Them stuffy Brits. Oh, God, are they nauseating. 5670560. Let's take a sweep of calls in here. We don't want to start reading a whole bunch of stories now that Miguel's on the board. He gets really testy and surly and starts throwing stuff. And sleepy. Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. He wants to hear all these great callers that we've got. It has been pretty, uh, pretty phenomenal week, I will say that. Indescribable. More so than usual. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? All right. 
you know, the most exciting play, of course, in that soccer is definitely the header. And also when, you know, the guy screams out after they score the goal, the guy goes, Goal! Yeah, like that. Hey, Neil, now, you know, we left in the lurch for this next election. I don't care. I mean, I don't see anybody on the horizon for the presidency in 2008. I mean, you know, and then Newt Gingrich is going to run, maybe? Come on. Who do you really see that might, might, might run and win? Newt Gingrich is a Republican, if you'll recall. So you remember that? Yeah, he's probably going to run. Yeah, he's going to run for his life. <laughs> I'm thinking Heine Manoush. Just keep saying that to yourself. Heine Manoush. Or just keep saying Heine. Right, That's good. It sounded like you laugh anyway. Heine. 5670560. I'm thinking Barack Obama myself. I'm thinking Howard Dean and Barack Obama. That's not going to happen, but I'm, I'm just thinking. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Just get a Bush out of the White House. You know? get, get Bush out of there, bro. He's going to get out of there anyway, although I don't think so. I think <laughs> probably just before that election is scheduled, we'll have, like, some major conflict again, and there's some terrorist threat, and, like, some uh, who knows what. Yeah, and then beware of Who the knows how many or... more people will have to sacrifice so the right wing can continue holding on to power. They're still pissed off at the Clintons for interrupting their plans, you know? They messed up all their plans with those eight years in there, and now they've got control again. And that's why they keep, uh, they got their friends at Diebold and their buddies in Ohio and all these uh, voting machine people, man, so they can fix every election no matter what the actual result is, just to make sure that they don't lose. And the Democrats, meanwhile, are like, eh, I don't know. You know like, uh, who can be the most namby-pamby of them all? We need Dennis Kucinich, baby. Too bad he's such a little shrimp and got a bad hairpiece. Goes to show you, boys and girls, that you're never going anywhere in this world with a bad piece. WQAM, hello. George Washington's about to Yeah, good. WQAM, hello. QAM. I'm a disabled veteran, World War II veteran. You sold to me yesterday. And, uh, Neil, I'm in, I'm in team. I'm a dream like I talk to Wow. Isn't that three calls for him this week? Yeah, it is. I think that was his last one. I don't mean on his show. I mean his last call, uh, period. Obsessed much? Wow. Well, what was he? Could you understand? Uh, he had one of those phones. Yeah, he had one of them phones that kept cutting out. And, sir, I would like to suggest one thing to you. Cut it out. Cut it out, okay? You old, old clown. You cut it out. You're, you're too old for prime time. Rick Shaw can call in. He's the oldest guy we allow to call in on the show. I feel so bad about that. I mean, not real bad, but a little bit bad. It would have been a nice touch if I would have called. And I got up. I didn't get up any earlier than usual because, you know, I finished with all my stuff and I sat in there and. Uh, Picked up the phone and come to find out Joe Johnson gave me a bum steer. Nice going, Joe. You, you, you know, I hope that rickshaw on Monday morning beats the crap out of Joe Johnson. Oh, hey, 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 wait, what do we got? What do you need to go watch for the ultimate 2006 FIFA World Cup experience? That was your, uh, that was your boy there. How come we went to a commercial break? That was your uh, good-looking guy who got the goal, I think. It was? I think so. Well, how come we're in a commercial break now on uh, my network here? Well, here you go. You've got to be kidding me. This has everything. I mean, you want a walloping finish. Van Persie, no deceit. He just walks up to it, and what a cracking goal. It's a laser beam shot up. <laughs> oh, no. He sounds like Jackie Stewart. Van Persie knows exactly what he wants to do with it. You're on a commercial on my thing here. No, I'm on, that's right. I'm on the wrong network. And you're always talking crap about that, you know. No, I'm on Canadian cable. Well, his only previous goal had come in a quality... Oh, yeah, he is a fine-looking young man. ...and Van Basten himself would have been proud of that one. And it's the first World Cup goal for Stuttgart to celebrate, not for Jean-Jacques Tissier to uh, have any pleasure about. 
Uh, I guess I better stay on this uh, match here, okay? I'm busy ripping uh, Joe Johnson in the ass. So that good-looking guy scored to go, well, that's good. That very seldom happens. Usually the real ugly guys with the two-car garage noses. That was a pretty good line. Miguel missed that. Netherlands won, and the Ivory Coast, the Côte d'Ivoire, none. 1,205 votes on the poll, and the Hurricane basketball have already got Chinque, baby. They got Cinco. They got five big ones. Five big goofballs. WQAM, that makes a team. QAM. Neil? Yes, sir. Hi, I'm a first-time caller. I love your show. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah? Uh, hi, what's up? Ah, ah, ah. Hello? How? Am I on the radio? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. Am I on the radio? Ooh. Oh my God! You're on it all right. I think you're hatching something. So there's the big news. Netherlands scored a goal, and they've only played a few minutes here too. That's really uh, shocking. That tells you how the Ivory Coast must suck really bad, huh? WQAM, hello. Hi, American. WQAM, hello. Oh, Leona, you make me so hot. WQAM, hello. Hello, is it Neo? Yes. Uh, happy Forum Day to you. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes. It's Gil. How you doing? Who? Southern Gil. Southern Gil. How you doing? Southern Gil? Yes, sir. Okay. Southern Gil, you... hey. Southern Gil. Yeah. Southern Gil. Stuttering Gil? Yes, sir. Oh, Stuttering Gil. Yeah, you're okay in the fax machine on the phone. Stay off the phone, sweetheart. Stuttering Gail. Well, can you understand what he said? I thought he was going to say it was Gail Storm. Wow. This is really special today. I, I can't begin to tell you how it just does me so much good looking at that clock. 12.26 already, man. We're getting close to guilty time. Well, we can really get into that game last night. Oh, we, we play, rewind it, replay it, we uh, oh, re-enjoy it. We can be crawling from it. Even the Goyim are crawling from it. Oh, no. Don't tell me. Oh, Rude Van Nusteridge. Van Nusteridge, who may well be during the summer, has uh, really... Got that silent J on the end of his name. Right. Oh, my God. 2-0 for the uh, Needlelands, man. That one's over. That's in the bag. 1226 at 560 WQM. If you think you might have termites in your house, call Riddit Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. Riddit uses that amazing orange oil treatment I've been telling you about for a long time. It kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say. Toddrek is useless. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tent your house. You, nothing to be said about that. It's just gross. No worrying about poisonous gas. No moving out or staying in hotels or motels for days or even weeks. No worrying about your food or your pets either and your health. Because the folks at Ridded Pest Control treat your home with this amazing orange oil. You don't have to leave it all. When they're done treating the property, the only thing left behind is the clean set of oranges for just a few days. So if you have a termite problem, call Ridded Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tending, no games, no kidding, no BS. Call right now for a free, no-obligation inspection, 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck 
grateful you'd make that call. I really appreciate that. 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Friday, you bastard. Oh, my God. It's a severed head! Yes, severed head. The new fad that's sweeping the nation. Everyone who's anyone has got a severed head. And if you think it's not for you, then just listen to this dramatized version of an actual letter sent to us by a satisfied severed head customer. Okay, that makes $623 for all your Halloween candy. Well, $623? Isn't that a lot for a bag of candy? Well, it's our finest mixture. You do get the caramel corn balls, the tapioca sugar daddies, and the juice-filled wax pumpkins. Well, I guess it is a good deal. Except for this severed head in the middle of the Zagnut bar. Sweet bejeez. I'm so sorry. Please let me give you all this Halloween candy for free. You'd better. Yes, a severed head is your ticket to thousands of discounts and freebies worldwide. So pick up yours today. And remember, if it's not dead, it's not severed head. You see that shotgun there? They hit the post on that one. I can't believe it. Well, believe it. Almost made it 2-1. to one. But it's still 2-0 for Netherlands, those of you soccer-intensive World Cup crazy people. And I do mean crazy. The reason I played that sever head is because somebody faxed us this great story from the Sun Sentinel, no less. And now that Man. it's working on your site, you'll be, you'll be able to see it. I beg your pardon? Now that it works on your computer. What do you mean by that? But didn't you say the Sentinel was working? No, I, I can uh, on my uh, Firefox, on Mozilla Firefox, not on Explorer. Well, you it opens up the stories, and you can actually read them and print them out. I just have issues on Explore with the Sun Sentinel. No other site. I don't know what that's all about. Maybe maybe the Explorer doesn't like the Sun Sentinel. I can understand that. I can relate to it. <clears throat> maybe they hate it like poison, especially after that bogus article two days ago about the great education in uh, Broward and a big... And then all of a sudden, now they're doing this big expose about it. It was a bogus, and 50% of the students were, like, failed uh, based on national standards. Not too exciting, man. Not too good. I wonder how their poll is coming on that uh, other thing. The education poll they're doing on how people feel. Let me take a puke at it before we get to the severed head. Two to nil for needle on. So look at that guy. Look at the expression on his face. And he has a look of horror about him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. And, and that was before he made that expression. There was a look of horror about Well, those Dutch guys must have made too pretty. I'll oh, tell you Somebody that. got a card. Now, where am I going now? Oh, is it a red card, a uh, green card, or a yellow card? Oh, it was pink. <clears throat> what am I looking for? Oh, that poll. Let's see. Now the education. Uh, oh, no, a different poll now. Saying retreat is not an option, the GOP-dominated U.S. House declared Friday that the Iraq war is an essential part of the war on terrorism and that no withdrawal date should be set. Your opinion? Agree the U.S. military has to stay with, uh, what does that say? Until Iraq is uh, stabilized, yada, yada, yada. Disagree, it's Iraq's job now. Or, I'm not sure. Okay, I'm going to disagree. Just because just that's what I do, I disagree. Look at that. They got 406 votes on there in the new Sun Sentinel poll. Only 29% say they agree with the Republicans. And a few dozen Democrats, by the way, also voted against that resolution. The U.S. military has to stay until Iraq is stabilized, no matter how long. 29%. 68.7% say disagree. It's Iraq's job. Now we've spent enough uh, in tax dollars in U.S. lives trying to uh, fix that country. Amen. And 2.2% say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No matter what the poll is, is it Friday? I'm not sure. You know, whatever the question is, there's always that... Small percentage of people who just can't figure it out. And probably those are the people that we get a lot of these calls from, wouldn't you think? Yeah. They can't get the finger out. Although that old guy, man, he's good. Maybe he'll be a regular with George all summer long. You can only pray. A man transporting his wife's severed head in a pickup truck crashed into an oncoming car, killing a woman and her four-year-old daughter in Boise, Idaho. The impact sent the head flying onto the road. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. 
A Boise police officer was driving behind a Lofa Times truck on a busy road when he noticed a man's erratic driving and then watched him slam into the car, police spokesman Lynn Hightower said. Time, 51, was not injured. Told officers he was involved in his wife's death. After searching Time's house in Nampa, not Tampa, but Nampa, Idaho. Never heard of that in my life. Isn't that something new? After searching his house in Nampa, police found the decapitated body of 47-year-old Teresa Time. I guess her time was up in a car inside the garage. She likely had been dead for several hours, Nampa Police Lieutenant Leroy Forsman said. An autopsy was scheduled next week to determine Teresa Time's cause of death. Time was being held on two counts of second-degree murder and the death of Samantha Nina Murphy, 36, of Boise, and her daughter, Jalen Grimes. Murphy's other daughter was injured and was in stable condition at Boise Hospital. It was one of the more horrific and complex crime scenes in memory, Hightower said. A woman and her child killed in a crash and a severed head from an earlier homicide. It was nothing short of bizarre and tragic. Wow. Oh, don't tell me how to go. Nisselroy's finish. Yeah, yeah. 2-0 to the Netherlands. Oh, that's just a replay of the yeah, second goal. Oh, scared the hell out of me, because if it gets to be 3-0, man, they can roll up their uh, stuff and go home. Roll up a few big fat ones and get out of there. Man. Look at that Dennis Rodman, man. He's all whipped up. He's not too happy. 5670560. I wonder if there are any people in this audience. It's because what I'm seeing in Toronto, because this is such an ethnic melting pot, mm-hmm. is that every day there's all these, like when Portugal won, they had a little bit of a, a contretemps, too. There's like some people bloodied in the streets and stuff like in little Portugal. I didn't even know we had a little Portugal. One thing we don't have, Miguel, we don't have a little Havana. Sucks. Yeah, well, there's one block where I no, no speak in English, Aki, but uh, that's it, one block. No, but I did see you guys have naked news over there, which is fantastic. We have naked news? Yeah. When the hell is that? On, I saw on some news station, I saw that they were in the streets of Toronto uh, reporting the news topless. Get out of here. Yeah. You're a crazy person. That's what I saw right there in, in your You don't know about that? No. Hmm. You need to look out the window, mister. We don't have no naked news. Uh-oh. Oh! Oh! finish! What a goal! So there was a naked newscast on Toronto. Now, how the hell were you watching the Toronto Channel in the first place, Schmuck? No, no, it wasn't Toronto Channel. They were talking about naked news, and the naked news people were in Toronto. Oh, I see. But they don't do the news here. No. Well, that's good. I'm real happy for you. Anyway, it's 2-1. That's the important stuff. See, try to change the subject. The Ivory Coast just got a goal, so it's 2-1 for Needlons, for those who are keeping very close track of this crap. And I do mean crap. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Deal. Soccer hotline, yes, sir. Do you think the reason that the Heat won last night is because she wore his icy sleeve? Yes, that's that's the reason why. No, actually, he stuffed it up somebody's uh, rectum. Is what I'm hearing. I think it was Ira Windbag is the word. That's the rumor going around town. Wouldn't be the first time. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. They didn't just win last night. They kicked, just kicked ass. Dominated. Guess who was at the baseball game last night? Norma Kant, who kept threatening he's not going to go because they don't put a competitive team on the field. He was there again. Mm. He said it makes him feel like he's back in the bathhouse. I don't know what he means by that because he's sweating, sweating his brains out there. Must be hotter than hell. Must be 150 degrees in the shade. It is. Well, that's the way it goes. That's uh, part of South Florida living, baby. 7,162 announced for last night's fifth consecutive Marlin victory, 3-2 over the Braves. The Braves are swooning. And the Marlins are making a move. You know, you were right yesterday. Now they're only 11 games under 500. If they win 11 more in a row, they'll be back to 500. Think that's going to happen? No. No. In fact, probably this is just it. With the Blue Jays coming to town this weekend, it could be pretty ugly for the Florida Marlins. I don't want to suggest that Toronto Blue Jays are really all that good. They ain't bad, though. No, they're, they're not. not half bad. Long division. 
They're only two games behind the Yankees and the Red Sox, man. They're in the right division. I said talk to me in a month. Remember. At least when they win, they know that they've accomplished something, as opposed to like being in some little girls' division, you know, which anybody can do that. Just like in, just like Detroit Red Wings, man. You saw what happened with them. Got exposed for playing like with a, in the same division with St. Louis and the Chicago Blackhawks and the Columbus Jackets. And they had like 20, they played 24 games against those three teams. They won 21 of them. Well, that's bogus, maybe. You don't see Detroit Red Wings in the finals this year, do you? No. You see Edmonton and Carolina with that born-again Christian goalie, Cam Ward. Boy, when that guy called and told me that. Now, I was already rooting for Edmonton, but now. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put, like, I'm going to nail a dead chicken on my door this weekend before I go away. Oh, here's that goal again. Oh, no, that, that oh look at that. Come to saw. I think it's goalie uh, got kicked. Uh, don't show you. A goalie. He, got a, he got a kick in the hay there, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, he did. Got a little kick in the hay. That's bad. That's that Ivory Coast team, man. Watch out for them. They're dirty. You pick up what's in the mind of a player. It's not so easy. They played 40 minutes and 47 seconds of the first half, and it's Lindelands 2 and the Cote d'Ivoire, the Ivory Coast. See, when you think of Ivy, I'll, uh, probably Ebony and Ivory, Right. Right. And then we discussed that the other day, Paul McCartney and uh, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Ebony and Ivory? Well, that's basically what you got there out on the field, isn't it? Interesting enough? Oh, yeah. Only the Ivory Coast is the Ebony team, and the Netherlands is the Ivory team. Wow. Looks like a racial thing to me. 1241 at 560 WQM. If you're a cigar smoker and like to kick back with a good premium brand, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is absolutely for you. Absolutely. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker, and they specialize in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, a flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider and 9.1 rating by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also be sure and check out the new Bahia Deseo, the hottest release cigar in the last 10 months. It's so hot, you'll drop it. It gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado's Cigar Insider. The Viseo is a powerful cigar with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. This is for real men, okay, like Ant-Man Coulter. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and a note of charred wood. Maybe we could send one of these over to Ann and show her a diagram where to stick it. If you'd like to save 40% off on all your Bahia cigars, when you call this toll-free number, tell Neil Rogers told you to call. They will save you almost half off the regular price, 40%. 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's the number to call. 1-800-35-BAHIA. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. How dare they drag the good name! of the United States of America through the mud of Saddam Hussein's torture prison. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. We don't stock and pull the teddies in Houston Green. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. But the panties come with snappies to secure your little thing. Jackson notified me. He said you're very pretty, but you're dressing too petite. He asked if you would mind wearing something underneath, because you're way too tall. Way too tall. Every time he jumped, you could see his basketball. Hey, you look retarded, retarded. Thank you. 
1160 WQM. I'm sure I see that XM Satellite has got the uh, World Cup. Aren't you excited about that? I'm sure all those truck drivers that Joe Costello was telling me about, their target demo, the truck drivers, I'm sure they're glued into that World Cup soccer. That's, That's right. Long football for them guys. Well, they get to hear that good broadcasting. Maybe Miguel can give us the excuse why Cuba doesn't have a soccer team in the World Cup. Communist. No, seriously, what's the excuse? All the other Latin Americans are very big on this. Argentina, Cubans, Bra- don't do, they don't Brazil. Do soccer. I beg your pardon? We don't do soccer. We do baseball. What the hell does that mean? It's not a, a sport in Cuba. Cubans don't play soccer for whatever reason. Well, why not? I, I, I don't know. I'm from here, man. I you're supposed know. to be the expert, man. I'm definitely not the Any expert. Any and all things Cuban, you're supposed to be the expert. <laughs> you say so. Oh, see, now the nervous laugh. Yeah, everybody knows that. The whole audience knows that. that That's your one of your expertise. In fact, if I read bedtime stories about Fidel and Cuba all day, you'd be glued to that radio. You'd have it riveted to your Rectum. ear. Uh, by the, by you the know more about Cuba than I do. I guarantee that. I don't know anything about it. There you go. So I, know, uh, the, for you. I know the alien's going to live a lot longer without those Happy Meals. What is it? I was going to say a little something for you. Um, uh, I know you wanted to leave it, too, but uh, I, I have a little tag for you to record for when you're on vacation. I just thought I'd drop that on you now. What in God's name are you talking about? You know, I've been here since 8.25 this well, morning. And I just got it. Well, guess what? Yeah. Too bad. No? No good? What do you mean you just got it? I just got it. Well, I got news for you. I'll give you like 30 seconds. About 30, man. o'clock. I, I, got, I got things to do, man. I got uh, My vacation starts at 2 o'clock. And that sales department, please don't tell me this is for uh, Brian Schmutz. Yeah. Now, if anybody should know better, it should be him. If anybody should know better, he's been here a long time. He did go away for a little while, but he should know better than that. Well, he didn't bring it in, but, uh, yeah. Who the hell did bring it in? Jen. Yeah, well, well don't, now you're laying it off on her? I'm not laying it off on anybody. We actually like her. Right. At least we used to until now. Well, we like Brian technically, too, I'm just saying. Um, and we, we did up until right now. Right now, okay. Is this the Brandy's tag? That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. Fax it to me, and I'll do it on the ear. <laughs> Well, what's wrong with that? I've done that before. Okay. I don't have time to Get waste. Get ready to roll, I, Miguel. Uh, not, not right this second. It ain't coming across the fax machine yet. The, audience will, under, that, the audience will understand. In fact, that'll give that'll be a good uh, plug for Brandy's there. Great radio. Let, uh, I, we don't care about great radio. This is QAM, okay? You better look around. <laughs> we gave that up a long time ago. It'll let the audience to give them a heads up on what the special sale is going to be next week. And they can all rush into Brandy's uh, bright and early Monday morning. Isn't that a good idea? That's a fabulous idea. So send that baby along right now. It's only like a 10-second tag. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so not a big deal. We'll do it on the air. God, you make everything so complicated. I'm, at 2 o'clock, I'm gone, man. I will be long gone. Just give me a heads up when you're going to do now, it. Well, that thing that happened yesterday at 2 o'clock, by the way, I almost coughed up uh, breakfast. That was so good. That was great. Do, 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 do. You remember that? Uh, No. What happened yesterday? Oh, the, uh, the, uh, our phasing of the Dibidoy. <laughs> oh, man, he never sounded in stereo, no less. We had Mo coming out of the right speaker and left, and even out of your... Rectum. Wow, that was good. 1,254 votes, and Hurricanes basketball's got five. Uh-oh! Doesn't get any better than that. Left foot, 1-0. Oh, they're replaying the... Uh, this is the uh, crap from earlier, okay? God. I guess it's like halftime. Oh, is it the halftime now? Oh, there's that the good-looking uh, Dutch guy again. Who hasn't made it. See, by the age of 30, they all get ugly and real fat. And get, like, all facial hair. And they don't, uh, oh, they just get real schlumpy and... Hey, calm down. What? I'm just telling you, that's, that's the Dutch, okay? Oh, okay, the Dutch. I thought you meant in general. <laughs> the Dutch. Do you want to do the tag now? You're rolling it? Rolling. Here's a little... Huh? Go ahead, man. Well, little heads up for the audience. It's a great time to buy Sperry Topsiders this week at Brandy's. Gold cup and tan only. 
regularly $150, on sale for just $99.90. Come into the store or visit them online at brandyshoes.com. How was that? That was awesome. It's a little one-take Neil, man. There you go. Oh, I shouldn't have the eye candy out. That's, that's for next week. I ain't going to be here. Okay, that takes care of that. You see these things you make into a big problem? Like, oh, gee, you better stick around. No, I'm not sticking around. Just stick it. Five six seven oh five sixty. Come on, let's get a hundred calls in here before I get out of here at two o'clock. Now that we got that tag out of the way, and now that we got to the halftime of the Nederlands Ivory Coast game, two one for the uh, Dutch for the old Deutschman in Stuttgart. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Gildy and Mad Dog with talk all afternoon, man. They're going to be talking about it. You're going to be just oh emotional, just quaking in your boots. The series is tied a deucey, a deucey, deucey, thanks to that smashing heat win last night. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hey, Neil. Um, I called because you reminded me about Rickshaw. Years ago, WQAM was the first uh, chat room. We used to call the Fort Lauderdale line, and you could talk over the busy signals, and you met people that way. Right. And I just wanted to say hi. I love you forever. Thanks, sweetheart. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. That was awful nice. They uh, talked on a chat line. They oh, chatted it up. Well, all right. With Ricky Tiggy. I tried to chat him up this morning at 825, but uh, Joe Johnson gave me the wrong number. I sure hope he pass- I sure hope he's man enough to pass the information along so that Rick doesn't think I shined him on his 50th year in the business. A real, a true survivor, Ricky Tiggy, Sean. Even that cap is a survivor. Well, I bet you that thing really stinks. Why don't you send him an email? An email at where? To his, uh, the magic email. Wh- which is? I'll look it up. Get out of here. I don't have time to be sending no email now. What, what, what is that going to mean? He's gone for the weekend, man. You know what that's like? It's like sending somebody a birthday card six months after their birthday. Well, you can explain first. Hey, you try to call him. I don't have to explain. I, listen, we got a few people still listening out there. He'll get the message. I tried to call you this morning, Rick. Congratulations, baby. Joe Johnson's the Antichrist. My God. I, I could say something about Joe Johnson. I'm just not going to say it. I think you should. And I'm not going to do it. It, w- it would have been in very bad taste. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. I um, wanted to call and tell you that for some reason your pound 560 line, I can't get through it the last uh, week, and I got singular. Well, everybody else is getting through it. Oh, well, Joyce, bitch, you bitch, we hate you. Okay. Uh, Everybody else, have we had any other complaints about that? No. No, maybe he's not pounding it hard enough. Yeah, maybe you're just not pounding it in the right place. That could be it. Wouldn't be the first time. Is what I'm hearing. 12:56. We got some heavy-duty programming over the weekend. We got the Crow tomorrow before the Marlin game. Oh my God! We got the big, oh. and then we got the Crow. That oh, is a, the first pitch on Sunday. Get out of here. Yep. Against the Blue Jays. Why do they wait for Montreal to come to town? Well, that's right. Montreal don't have a team no more. <laughs> well, I guess that's as at least it's a Canadian team anyway. That's where the Crow made his bones, wasn't it? In Montreal. Make no mistake about it. Yeah. And in no Japan. bones about it. Huh? And in Japan. Oh, and of course, in Japan, against some two-foot-tall midgets, he was really good against them. I got your crowbonics right here, homeboy. Yeah, we got him on this weekend in spite of popular demand. I like that one. Yeah, good. Four minutes to one. I've been telling you for a long time when the old mattress is finished. And, you know, even the best mattress in the world will not last you forever, especially with some of the heavy-duty stuff you're doing on it. Call this toll-free number, 1-800-MATTRESS, and believe you me, it'll be one of the easiest pieces of shopping you'll ever do in your life. I've been using these people for years. They will deliver that mattress in any two-hour window that you pick out that's convenient for you. They have knowledgeable bedding consultants and lots more. And by the way, if we have any more new pieces of copy, I'll be doing them on the air between 1 and 2. And if you thought that dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, check them out on the web at mattress.com. Before you check out that Magic 102.7 website, check out this one, mattress.com. 
Shop on the web anytime, day or night, with product details, prices, and photos. You can check out online, or you can call to place the order and schedule delivery when it's convenient for you. And guess what? They show up on time when you want them to. Get factory direct prices lower than the chain stores, even during those so-called big sales, plus Dollar Mattress offers you 12 months financing. What could possibly be easier? Dollar Mattress has the complete line of all the top names, too. they got Sealy and Serta, King Coil, Simmons, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll get low prices on the best brands. Dollar Mattress ranked number one in the world in customer satisfaction, and I guarantee you, I'll bet you, I'll bet you Josh's life on it that you'll find it's one of the best pieces of shopping you ever did in your life. That's how confident I am. That's Josh Darrell, by the way. So call 1-800-MATTRESS, leave off the last ass, the last ass, because it stands for a special savings. This is Neil Rogers. Rectum. This is 560 QAM. Not just the one to two hour, it's a phenomenon. Absolutely. It's been brought to my attention that uh, your ratings are dying now. Well, I don't want to show you what a big asset I was to you and how. You thought you could find somebody good enough to fill my baggy pants? It ain't easy. <laughs> there ain't no chance I'll ever be coming back. <laughs> Outside of considering a lucrative and contract. Hmm? If you want to know what will save you from shutting that transmitter to down, why, that's easy. <laughs> sure. All you need is more. They started the second half now between uh, Needlelands and Ivory Coast. Anybody whipped up about that or what? Two to one Needlelands with those neat orange outfits on. So this hour, Miguel's going to explain to us why the Cubans uh, don't play soccer or I'll hockey. I'll the next break. Maybe it's too much of a manly sport like hockey, you know, too much physical contact. Maybe those Cuban athletes, when they get like that close to each other, they're getting really nervous and uptight. Well, it is a lot of running, you know. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, maybe a little too lazy or something. I see. Maybe that's why when Castro took over, maybe that's why only uh, Al Pacino was running. And Fredo. Yeah, he really ran. And Hyman Roth. <coughs> I bet you Miguel remembers that. In Godfather 2, Hyman Roth. Remember him? Yes. Okay, remember he kept going. <coughs> he had uh-huh. that like, huh? You remember that? Yep. I bet you see, Josh Cordes doesn't remember it, and he claims to have watched The Godfather a hundred times. I don't believe it. Yeah, he saw it twice. How could anybody who have ever watched a guy... You know what that would be like? That would be like forgetting this line. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. I'm going to make them an offer you can't refuse. Nobody forgets those lines. And nobody forgets from Hyman Roth. Or else. (laughs) Which South Florida sports team are you most passionate about? Oh, my God. It's the passionate eye. 1,271 votes. 
Dolphins, 367. I mean, that was a no-brainer, right? Anybody knew that. Mm -hmm. 367. None of them, 335, right on the Dolphins' ass. Hurricanes football, 163. Although, if they lose a game or two, boy, we get really bent out of shape. They get really foaming at the mouth. I hate sports, 103. The Heat, uh-oh, the white-hot, red-hot Heat, 102. Marlins, only 87. Pretty weak. Panthers, only 65. 5.1%. I don't even I have no idea why that franchise still exists. In fact, you know something I'm going to guarantee right now. If they wouldn't have had that one fluke year, that freak year and it was a fluke, that franchise would be long gone. They'd be playing in Peoria or somewhere. The year of the rat. Right. If it wouldn't have been for that, they'd be gone. Guarantee it. Well, they I mean, they, they, they've been living on that for a hell of a long time and uh, the the memories are starting to get pretty dim now, you know? They're they starting to get really dim. They should have stayed in the pink building. Yeah, but they were losing their ass in there. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne wanted the money, don't you understand? So we got to build him an arena, and then he sold the team, of course, like everything else. How's that blockbuster park coming, Wayne? You jackass, you bald-headed pockmarked geek. God, do we hate you. Panthers, uh, 65, pretty weak. I hate this pool, only 28. He likes it. Hurricanes basketball, baseball, 15. And Hurricanes basketball, they don't like it. Solamente seis. Sete. How many they got? Six. Safe. Five six seven oh five sixty. It'll be seven though. You'll see. But before two o'clock, we're going to do that seventh vote for Hurricanes basketball. We don't want them to feel bad, do we? I I guess not. Never mind the couch jumping and the depression dismissing. Tom Cruise is the world's number one star. You fairy. According to Forbes annual Celebrity One Hundred Power List, which ranks famous folks based on earnings and buzz. The buzz. I wonder if Spilky's Naray is still buzzing it on Channel Seven. I guess she still is. On Dreco Drive. She's still there. Not Maybe on they Deco could Drive. get. She's what? She's not on Deco Drive. Is that show still on? Yeah. How about that Rick Sanchez show there on uh, the middle of the afternoon? How's that doing? I saw him on CNN yesterday. It must have been an accident. But somebody got hurt. Just like the one he had in front of the stadium. The less than scientific rating, rating tracks the highest paid stars from the worlds of television, film, music, and sports, said editor Leah Goldman. Oi! Well, this year's rankings included an especially strong showing by British stars. Holy moly! It's what kind of currency does the star's name have, Goldman said. It's increasingly important how they're perceived in both industry circles and commercial circles. And this list represents who has cachet in both arenas. They got the old cachet. But there's a shot on gold. You see that? He just kind of like rolled it in there, and the goalie said, no problem. Yeah, it was real exciting. That was very exciting. Man, that was a scintillating save. As Danny Gallivan would say, only he's dead. Cruz is the only celebrity to top the list twice. I wonder if there's any hockey on my uh, channel. I, I can't watch any more of this crap. Let me know if something happens. Oh, it's the Calder Cup Finals. Anybody care about that? No. Got some classic NBA basketball. At all. Harris scored after McHale's miss. Celtics known for getting the ball down court in a hurry. A lot of ways. Jordan, Jordan. That sounds like Dick Stockton to me. Boy, is he ever pedantic. You know, that's that pedantic Dick Stockton. Hank's good buddy. Very pedantic. I don't mind him, but yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't like him at all. Now we got Leafs lunch on now, so there's no hockey game. Maybe we got the replay of last night's basketball game on there. You think on Raptor TV? Oh, there's Pat Riley. Uh, side has for one another. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it because it was an instant classic. What do you mean? Meaning like you know ESPN classic. Oh, plays games. It's, you know, in all sports. And uh, there's your three-time NBA Coach of the Year, Pat Riley. You know what he said? Walk in he the said, "I'm going to take all the newspapers and drop them in the trash can." And advise them not he to. said, you can take those heat and drop them in the tar. I heard him say it. Can you hear that? Anyway, let's get back to this very important list here, okay? Muy importante. You ready for it? I'm ready. He is one of Cruz is the only celebrity to top the list twice. He was also number one in 2001. And he was also that in 2001. And still is. 
He's one of the few guaranteed bankable stars, Goldman said. No one in Hollywood can negotiate the kind of salary he gets. He's probably the highest paid Yay. personality in the world, I would think. With an estimated income of $67 million last year, Cruz was not the top money earner, but his couch-hopping antics on Oprah, his dismissive comments about Brooke Shields' postpartum depression and whirlwind phony romance with Katie Holmes made him one of the most talked-about stars of the year. He's ranked, he ranked 10th on last year's list, but he's back to number one. He's on the top of the heap. He's on top. And, of course, a lot of people are wondering, well, who's on bottom then? The British scored high with the Rolling Stones coming in second. Harry Potter, author J.K. Rowling in 19th place, and Paul McCartney, Elton John, at 14th and 16th. Elton John. You fairy! American Idol big shot Simon Cowell joined the list at number 29. David Beckham fell from 26th all the way down to 43rd, speaking of uh, soccer stiffs. And Kate Moschek clocked in at 77th. Ireland's U2 came in at number 4. Ireland's U4 came in at number 2. Others from the U.S. included German, from outside the U.S. included German racing driver Michael Schumacher. Russian tennis player Maria Sharapova, Brazilian football player Ronaldo. Ronaldo look at the way they spelled this. It's Ronaldo, but it says Ronaldino. They just showed him on there, and he doesn't want to play because he's out of shape and too fat. Supermodels Heidi Klum of Germany and Giselle Bunchen of Brazil, and Swedish golfer Annika Sorenstam. Perennial Forbes list favorite, talk show host Oprah Winfrey, who claimed the number one spot last year, dropped to number three in the latest rankings. Huh? The $225 million she pulled in according to Forbes should ease the pain. Oh, poor baby only made $225 million last year. How about a, you've heard of a facelift? How about a body lift for that bitch? God, talk about making a lot of no talent. She, she's the champion. There are other people who have gone far with very little talent, but I'm going to tell you. Oprah tops that list. Is there any doubt? None. Although I'll tell you one thing. Now, this hasn't got to do with talent because he's obviously a very brilliant guy. But Microsoft announced yesterday that chairman and co-founder Bill Gates is transitioning out of a day-to-day role to the company effective July of 2008 to spend more time working on his charitable foundation. Effective July of 2008. <laughs> Let's report it now. Yeah, talk about a long goodbye. It's like that Jay Leno thing. Oh, Jay's going to be leaving in 2009. Wow, we should all live so long, you know? Winfrey's windfall pales next to Steven Spielberg, Spielberg's take of $332 million. He was the year's highest paid celebrity. He ranks number six on the Forbes list. So not necessarily it's money and buzz. Because who the hell's talking about Steven Spielberg, right? Right. Next you'll be telling me about Stephen King and that awful movie we were talking about yesterday. What was it again? Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. Boy, is that a piece of turd or what? Although I do like whatever his name is. A lot. At least I did then. Satellite radio star and self-proclaimed king of all media Howard Stern was the second highest paid celebrity with a paltry $302 million. He placed seventh on the list, up 20 spots from last year. So Howie's got $302 million last year. Let's take up a collection. What do you say? Yeah. Tiger Woods, who pulled in a mere 90 million earnings, ranked number five. Besting fellow golfer Phil Mickelson, who placed 18. Well, I'll tell you, when golfers start showing up on this list, then you know the world's in big trouble. Rapper 50 Cent never made Forbes list before, but this year he captured number eight spot thanks to his top-selling ringtones, his G-Unit clothing line, and record sales of more than 20 million. No other rapper made a list. And I bet you there are going to be some shootings as a result of it. There's a lot of fluctuation, Goldman said. It has to do with which celebrities, what they're doing, and how much they're getting paid for it. The cast of the Sopranos which earned a total of $52 million for their seventh season, placed number nine. Author Dan Brown, whose mega bestseller, The Da Vinci Code, sold a staggering 61 million copies and inspired the year's most anticipated controversial film, rounded out the top ten. Brad Pitt, who was number 11 last year, he dropped to 20 in spite of his high-profile relationship and resulting offspring with Angelina Jolie. Brad is dropping it. Jolie also made the list time for 35th place with Pitt's ex, Jennifer Ann Aniston. Isn't that interesting? They're, they're side by each. You see the way that works? Yeah. They got that French connection. 
Mel Gibson, oh, my God, who topped the list in 2004, ranked number three last year, didn't even make it this time. Jesus, Jesus hates him. Neither did Madonna, who ranked number eight last year. Lance Armstrong, Will Ferrell, Julia Roberts, and Lindsay Lohan all placed prominently last year, but this year, vanished. Off the list. New to the Celebrity 100, pop psychologist Phil McGraw, 22. Actor Kiefer Sutherland, 68. And, and ubiquitous American TV and radio personality, Ryan Seacrest. You're fair. 88. He was number 88. Nothing in Hollywood is complete, it says, without Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Uh, Hilton was number 56 and Richie, number 95. And if I ever see Paris Hilton again, it'll be much, much too soon. If I never see her, it'll be. You know what I'm saying? How's this game coming? A switch by Henri Richard. Henri Richard, I can't believe it. The pocket rockets playing soccer now. Isn't that what you just said, Henri Richard? I don't know. 1288, that's pretty great. You want to know why? We're going to go over 1300 during the show. Mark this down. I think that's twice this week. And you want to know why? Why? No, George. That's just a, that's just a joke. Just you know, I'll tell him you were taking shots. Yeah, tell him I took some. Well, you threw him under the bus yesterday. I forget what the hell you said, but it was something really grotesque and horrible. No. Yes, you did. You threw him right under the bus. Remember, said how crowded it's getting under there. Fat boy tried to throw him under the bus. You're uh, bigger guys than you have tried to throw Jordan under the bus and couldn't do it. So just give it up. Boy, look at that sea of orange there, man. Isn't that exciting? But the name's even better than that. It's in the full version, it's Shield Yappy Yappy Yappo. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Yuppie, yuppie, there yuppos. you go, baby. That's all you need to know about sucker. <laughs> sucker. Hey, if you love the finer things in life, then you love Stogie's, Miami's quintessential cigar shop in Kendall. With South Florida's largest selection of cigars, Stogie's of Kendall is sure to have all your favorites. Stogie's got over a 1,000 open boxes of cigars that you can pick from, including a lot of your favorites, Arturo Fuente, Padron, Monte Cristo, Romeo and Julieta, and lots more, and a large selection of premium cigars that close out prices, as well as the obscure and hard-to-find Stogie's. Come into Stogie's today and enjoy a smooth smoke in their wine lounge featuring some of the finest boutique wines from around the world. And be sure to join Stogie's this evening and every Friday for their wine tasting, 5 to 8 in the p.m., featuring some of the most delicious Bordeaux that France has to offer. Located at 11612 North Kendall Drive and open every day, seven days a week. Be sure to say hi to Mario and the girl Sandra and Yanni. They like having their names on here a lot. Hey, Sandra and Yanni and Mario. And when you say hi, you'll get a free cigar of the day. That's at Stogie's, 11612 North Kendall Drive. Call them to reserve a box of all your favorite uh, cigars at 305-598-9820. That's 305-598-9820. This is Neil Rogers. This is 
been everywhere. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Pontiac to one, man. I'll tell you, we got a really exciting game there at the World Cup in Stuttgart. Two to one for Netherlands, and they played like uh, 40, uh, 62 and a half minutes. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If they get another one, Netherlands, it's going to be really tough, ain't it? Yeah. Sidney Blumenthal writes, the risks of raising hopes. I don't want to read too many of these, but, of course, uh, Miguel just looked the other way. Miguel's going to do some research on why they don't play soccer in Cuba. Okay. Well, I read this story by Sidney Blumenthal. Bush's surprise visit to Baghdad on Tuesday was mission accomplished in a business suit. Remember, mission accomplished? In the flak jacket, as in don't give us no flak, or we're going to send the, the FBI to your door at 3 in the morning? Like Mission Impossible. Me, uh, don't start with that Tom Cruise stuff again. You fairy. Months before an airstrike killed Abu Musab al-Zarqawi, U.S. military commanders and intelligence officers in Iraq tried to persuade the office of the Defense Secretary Donald Hermann Göring Rumsfeld and the White House to degrade his inflated image. They resisted ultimately for domestic political reasons, as a military source told me. President Bush's statement a week ago said Zarqawi was the operational commander of the terrorist movement in Iraq and that his death the night before was a severe blow to al-Qaeda, but added that we can expect the terrorists and insurgents to carry on without him. Superficially sober, Bush's remarks conflated the lone wolf Zarqawi with al-Qaeda, though Zarqawi had taken on the al-Qaeda label as self-proclaimed grandiosity, and the al-Qaeda leader Ayman, Ayman the Paiman al-Zawahiri had denounced him, and with the entire Sunni insurgency with which Zarqawi had been in conflict. If Zarqawi's killing was a new version of Saddam Hussein's capture, we got him. Bush's surprise visit to Iraq on Tuesday was mission accomplished in a business suit. Six months after the Iraqi election, with the Prime Minister Nouri al-Maliki at least having appointed defense and interior ministers in a sectarian civil, amid a sectarian civil war, Bush said they themselves have to get some things accomplished. One thing Bush was trying to accomplish was the reversal of his own fortunes. Zarqawi's death had provided a convenient platform for the unfolding of his scripted theater featuring the midnight flight to Baghdad and repeated references to 9-11, but no new in initiatives for a political solution. President Bush, in a speech on October 7, 2002, making the case for invading Iraq, first introduced al-Qaeda to the world as Exhibit A in Saddam's links to international terrorist groups. We know that Iraq and al-Qaeda have had high-level contacts that go back a decade, he said. A CIA report made public in October 2004 found no evidence of any links between Saddam and Zarqawi, who in any case did not operate in Iraq until after his release from a seven-year sentence in a Jordanian prison in 1999. Since the rise of the Iraqi insurgency, U.S. military intelligence has been directed to build up Zarqawi's profile as its leader through a psychological warfare, PSYOP, effort. On April 10th, the Washington Post reported on internal documents about this PSYOP that lists the U.S. home audience as one of the targets of a broader propaganda campaign. According to a 2000 briefing, 2004 briefing, the goal was villainize Zarqawi, leverage xenophobia response. One military intelligence officer involved stated that Zarqawi's followers were a very small part of the actual numbers of insurgents, but this had little bearing on the program. In a new documentary, Meeting Resistance, insurgents explained their motives and actions from the first days of the insurgency until now. I began to see something, that we'd become an occupied country, says one. Some expressed their hostility in 2004 to Zarqawi as an obstacle to unity against the occupation, but not as an impediment to the insurgency's popular growth. Whether Zarqawi is captured dead or alive has no impact, said the insurgent. Bush's latest effort to foster belief in a turning point may trap him with his, with, within his own PSYOP. Until he successfully includes the Sunnis in the political process and creates a new international diplomacy, he remains narrowly circumscribed and circumcised by the consequences of his accumulated failures. Burdened by years of misjudgment, disinformation, and delusion, he has again raised expectations which may lead to deeper disillusionment within the U.S. home audience. You know, the U.S. home audience. Oh, do you see that guy get tripped out there? That's bad. That's two minutes for tripping, baby. That's your boy, too. Even I know that. Oh, the good-looking guy got tripped? Well, get him while he's down. Well, that's the idea, isn't it? 
Well, let's see. Over they get a free kick here now, the Dutch. Uh-oh, this could be a very opportune moment here for the Dutch. They've played 66 and a half minutes. Six orange shirts ahead of him. And Van der Vaart interested in this too. You get the feeling Cizier could be vulnerable in... See, when you hear those voices, I mean, you know, constipated... Look at that, the guy, the, uh, the uh, starts, I mean, the guy blocked it. How do you like that? The dark-complected guy blocked the uh, kick, the free kick. That was weak. Wasn't that weak? Pretty weak. He kicked it right into him, for crying out loud. 1,308 votes on the poll. Which South Florida sports team are you the most passionate about? You get all whipped up into a frenzy about, and don't be giving me a song to dance about lately, okay? I know that phony vote on there. Dolphins, 383. None of them, 340 uh, flat, 340. Uh, Hurricanes football, 165, until they lose a game. Heat 106. There we go. That thing has been zooming up there ever since last night's trouncing of the Dallas Mavericks, 98 to 74. A trouncing. They had more trounce to the ounce, and that's because he had that icy sleeve up. He had something icy up his sleeve. Isn't that what it is? That's what it is. I hate sports 105. Marlins only 89. Boy, the Marlins are. And the Panthers only 68. 5.1%. I hate this pool 29. Hurricanes basketball, baseball 16. And Hurricanes basketball. Did I tell you? Siete, baby. Siete. They got seven. Did I predict that? No. And it was probably Jay Rokeach. And Jay Rokeach and Mike Rosenthal and probably uh, Robert Grieper voted. Did Grieper go to UN? No. FAU. Oh, FAU. FAU? FAU. That ain't no Jew school. Robert Grieper went to FAU. I thought that's a dark-complected school. No. No. Well, oh, I'm thinking of FAMU. Yeah, there you go. FAMU. Robert Grieper went to FAMU? Yeah, let's start that rumor. Oh, my God. I don't think they'd let him in there. 1309, they don't want no self-hating uh, whatever he is. They don't want that kind in there. So he went to FAU. Well, that explains a lot. They wouldn't even let him his ass into UM, I would bet. And if we were smart, we would let him in the building in the morning. This but we're not. is Neil Rogers. This is hey, Robert. Anytime they see that we're lacking in the cold, they provide a headline that will lead you by the door. Rectum. He said, they said, he's the one to get. Now they have only one don't worry about so dark, we got em. Now we're all pumping and saved, we got em. They won't attack us no more, we got em. Praise much like Jesus. You say 9-11 is what they got you to believe. Can't get any dumber than a one party colonel to be. You believe what they say, like a fool, a fool, as they use the state to record with truth of the election law. We got them. Push it, got it, we got it. 
133, Watson, the tension is so that you could cut it with a butter knife in this, ten- in this uh, tennis match. I mean, this uh, soccer. Really? Yeah. soccer. I got some info for you. I beg your pardon? I have some Cuba soccer info for you if you want it. 75 minutes and 42 seconds they played out of the 90 minutes, and then, of course, there's the extra time. And Edelon still leads the Ivory Coast 2-1, to yes? They do play soccer. They have a 16-team league. Uh, they're just not in the World Cup because they didn't qualify. They lost to Costa Rica. Oh, see, there you go. See, you don't know your Cuban stuff at all, man. You, see, this is, this, is, this is quite a banner day. No, you walk around like you're Mr. Cuba, like you're the expert. You probably never set foot in the country in no, your life. Uh, you have not. I was not even born there. So, so what the hell do you know about it? I don't. I never would be like you'd be an expert on Canada. You've never been here. Yes, I have, actually. Where the hell have you been? I, as a kid, I went to Toronto. Really? Yes. Well, don't come back. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, if you did come to Toronto, then you can get on a plane at Pearson Airport and fly right to Havana. How do you like that? Yeah, but then I won't be able to see my family ever again. Why is that? Because they'd be mad at me. Well, why the hell is that? Because so, in other words, instead of listening to propaganda, oh look at that! Oh, oh, oh my God, that was close call there, baby. The Ivory Coast with the most. It's forty percent pure. Oh, another shot, but that's going over the net. Um, I'm almost actually starting to get interested in this, and I do. I notice almost. No, seriously. In other words, you wouldn't want to go and see what really is going on here. Go visit Alien, maybe have a couple of sandwiches. No, no, I could have put a on one of your guayaberas and you know, go visit Fidel and give him one of them poison cigars. No, I'm good. Okay. Well, there's your chance. There's your opportunity, man. I thought we just made you uh, had a great idea for you. No interest in going. Then over you could it. be the voice of authority. So they lost to Costa Rica. Yes. In the uh, eliminations is what it is. What you're trying to say is they suck. Yeah, Canada, Canada, on the other hand, doesn't even have a national soccer team. We ain't got nobody there. Isn't that embarrassing? Well, maybe the same thing happened. No, they didn't lose any. They don't have a team. There is no Canadian national soccer team. Canadians it doesn't don't exist. Play soccer. I beg your pardon? Canadians. You can't play soccer on the No, United no, the reason, the reason they said for that is that soccer is basically, for the, uh, you know, and I, there are some exceptions, but it's mostly a warm weather sport because yeah. they've got to practice all year round and half of the year here. They've got snow and crap, and they can't do that. There's no... Uh, well, there's not well, get your, grass up there. Get your indoor soccer on. In other words, you know, you know, although Sweden's got a team, so what's the excuse for that? Sweden's in the crab in much worse weather than we got. Indoor. Northern Russia. Now, that's what they were saying last night. They said that they got to start doing indoor soccer. That's exactly what they said. Well, you got your finger right on it as opposed to Miguel, who was just talking out his ass about Cuba. Never even been there. Never been there. George well, is more I mean, Cuban than me. That would be that would be like my giving uh, information about Amsterdam. I never would have been there. Where you have know? you heard information about Cuba from me? That's all you talk about. <laughs> Morning, you. noon, and night. Even your wife is getting sick of it. She's tired of it. <laughs> Cuba, Cuba, Cuba. It was Cuba. My God. I mentioned a Hyman Rothing. Why do we start going <laughs> like that? <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Get out. Get over it already, will you? Get over it. Get with the program, man. Hey, Michael was right, though. What was that? The Rebels are going to win. What did he just say? Oh, the Rebels are going to win. Yeah, okay. See, there he goes again with his Cuban history. How come all those, <laughs> people were, how come all those uh, courageous people, by the way, were running away? 79 minutes and two seconds. See, you'd think they would be good soccer players because they learned then to run real fast. That's what it looked like in that movie. They were running like a son of a bitch. Yeah, but they didn't know how to run back. That was the problem. Oh. 5670560. Oh, but you just wait, man, until all those green tooth exilios, till they go back, baby. Then they're going to give Fidel what for. You just wait. That's coming. That day's coming. Well, he's got to die, you know, sometime in the next hundred years. And then maybe we can get, like, some uh, politician to the left of Attila the Hun in uh, Dade County again. Wouldn't that be something? Get a few Possible. Jews back in office. 5670560. Oh, pop, pop, 560. 
on the Verizon Singular wireless lines. Maybe we get Johnny Jones back with some of them golden uh, uh, bathroom fixtures to run the school board. WQAM, hello. Not there. That's a shame. QAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes. Oh, all right. One week and I did it. Finally. You did it. Well, yeah. Hey, listen, Neil. You know, I agree with just about all the movies you like. But, Joe Magnolia. You know, from pretty much right there in your taste. But. Uh, Josh keeps telling you about the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Neil, I'm telling you, guy, it's an it's a great, it's a must-see movie, and you're going to love it. I have it. I have the DVD sitting right in the other room. Uh, I, I know you bought it. I know you're going on vacation. I'm just saying, Neil, dude, check it out, and I want to hear your comments when you come back from vacation, big guy. Okay, on a scale of ten, what would you give it? Honestly, because it really touched me, man. I'll say, uh, I'll say I'll give it an, an eight and a half. Really? Yes, sir. That's a even, high score. Even better than Train Spotting. <laughs> Neil, you're gonna love it. Hey, Josh, it's Dirk. Send my love to, to George, and I'll see you guys soon. Peace out. All right, okay, thanks, Pally. Thanks, Dirk. <clears throat> Rhymes with. So there's Dirk. Gives a high recommendation to the Shawshank. It's a good see, movie. One of those thing. Huh? It's a really good movie. I'll watch it. Now, did you watch Imagine Your Heroes yet? No, I... Oh, there's a shot on goal, and the uh, Dutch goalie just made a very easy George save. Did. He's got to get you that movie, and also standing in the shadows of Motown. And yeah, there was a pretty weak shot, and the goalie made the save. Wow. See, that that's big news in soccer, because there's so few shots on goal, you know. It's like when the uh, Chicago Blackhawks are playing the St. Louis Blues. 81 minutes and 13 seconds. Boy, it's starting to get really tense now. And then we get to that 90-minute mark, and they show us that little uh, dingleberry on there. It's got the extra time, and then we find out how much time, extra time they got. From like injury time and oh look at that Netherlands has got seven shots and the Ivory Coast has got fifteen. Wow, that is heavy duty, man. Fifteen shots—that's a lot of shots from what I've seen. Not that I pay any attention to this crap, but you know, if you want to be a member of the world, you got to pretend to be interested in this crap. Just remember that the world is all about crap. Thirteen hundred and thirty-five votes on our poll and Hurricanes basketball. Speaking of crap, still stuck there on seven. This is Neil Rogers. This Makes you want to say, what's in the box? All the crap you can unwrap. All the slime all the time. He sounds like a moron. It's time. Every time he speaks. It's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sleep. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can? Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. There's the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make a new Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll pop one Valdez. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. No, I can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. It just wouldn't be as dumb without Ray Nagin as the mayor. I mean, see, whatever happens to them, that's that they deserve it. 
Because they had a chance to get rid of this bozo, and we elected him. So whatever you people in New Orleans get, you deserve it. Well, and they didn't fine. want it no other way. Well, there you go. It wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been as incompetent and as stupid. And, of course, keep in mind, he was the one that told them all to go to the uh, auditorium there. And, uh, oh, well, uh, and to the stadium, the stupid dome. And then uh, let him eat cake, stuff like that. He just, he's just totally incompetent. He's a bozo. He's a moron. And so he got reelected. See, this is what you deal with when you deal with the people that vote. They have like a death wish. Eighty-eight minutes and thirty-one seconds, and the clock is tick, 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 ticking along. By the way, Mister. Like, yes. You guys did fail to make uh, the World Cup. Oh, Canada does have a team. Yes, they do have a team. I didn't know that. There's a men and women's team. There's a whole soccer. Going well, on. they CanadaSoccer.com. They stink. It's not. It's not a high priority here. Okay, when you got when you got you know all these tributes to the late great curler Sandra Schmurler and. It's not. It's not a high priority here, okay? When you got when you got you know all these tributes to the late great sh curler Sandra Schmurler and important things like that. Plus, we got playoffs going on, baby. We got the uh, Edmonton Oilers, and you got the Carolina Hurricanes with born again goalie Cam Ward. Well, I just I can't get over that. Ordinarily, I ignore stuff like that, but that just frosts my ass. Plus, he's ugly. Anyway, how many votes we got on the poll? We got 89-12, which means there's only like 46 seconds now left in regulation. Then you get the extra time. But the ball is way down there in the Ivory Coast ass end, way in the corner. And you see how he's stalling there? Do you see that? And then he finally kicked it off that guy out of bounds. And the clock is tick, 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 ticking along. Just stupid. It's a stupid sport. See, Canadians don't participate in stupid sports like curling and stuff like that. <laughs> Not at all. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. I like the sound of that tone. QAM. Hey, Neil? Yes, sir. Good show. How are you, Neil? Okay. Uh, I heard you were... Uh... Talking about when I came into the market and the 50th anniversary and all that stuff. Rick! Yes! Holy cow, it didn't sound like you at all. Well, you sure faked me out. <laughs> no, Holy golly, well, I, I tried to call you this morning, but Joe Johnson's an idiot. Well, I'm sure glad you got in, because I felt bad. Well, I've been calling and calling. I've been busy this afternoon. Well, I, I, know do me, I, don't take any, I don't take any calls, because it could be you know, somebody I don't want to talk to. But in your case... Well, I thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, congratulations, my friend. I'm so glad we got together, man. And would you do me all, do everybody a favor and wash that cap? <laughs> I'm going to get a new one in honor of you. How long have you been wearing? Well, they generally last uh, six, eight months, ten months. It depends on how many times I get caught in the rain, you know. Six or eight months? Yeah, yeah, sure. Then you replace Come on, it. Rick. Uh, that one I saw you at a dolphin game ten years ago, you were wearing the same one. <laughs> I can smell nah. it all the way. I can sniff it all the way up here, man. <laughs> I'm the next one I'm going to save and send it over to you. So you, you came to mind me, because well, I read Jicka's comic, and I'm glad that he gave you, because you deserve it, but, you know, it was still convoluted about when you were here and when you went there. When did you well, come no, it's, it's, it's 50 years. I actually just graduated from high school in 1950, and my English teacher was a part-time weekend DJ at this little 250-watt peanut whistle AM radio station in, in wait, so wait, wait a minute. You graduated from high school in 56, so you're four years older than I am. Not that we're doing ages or anything. I'm just figuring no, no, no. it out. Well, I'm, I'm 67. I'll be 68 in October. You and I will meet at the early bird one of these days in Hungary. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. I'm you and me, you and me, and Hank will meet at the early bird. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so then you to came it. to Miami in what year? Came to Miami in 1960. Yeah, I was uh, I was on the air in East St. Louis for a couple of years. Went to Omaha, Nebraska at KOAL. Went to Denver for about three months. It was too damn cold. Came right. down here in 1960 at uh, what is now IOD. It was WCKR back then, and uh, went to QAM in '63 and uh, like that. So. It was actually 1960, so it's 46 and a half years. Here, Wait, Mike. I, I got something. Oh, I don't have it in here anymore. It was called the Wacker Twist. We've got it on a card somewhere. It's an old. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. jingle. That. I've, got, I've got that somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's going way back. Yeah, going back a zillion years. So we both worked at WIOD. Just had different callers when you were there. Exactly. Yes. Right. Oh wait, wait a minute. Here it is. You'll love this. This is for you. Okay. I have it. I have it. 
How's that, huh? Older than the Fuzzler. That's incredible. I'm telling you, bring back the memories. It sure does. Yeah, well, it's well, been a fun run. It, it has been, and you're still doing it, man. And, you know, I had last week when we had the Belmont. You know, I do the thing with Dave Johnson three times a year for the right. Triple Crown yep. races. He calls in. And I, I said to Dave, I said, you know, he. I was thinking about what you would call him. He's legendary, you know, as far as race callers are concerned. Right, very, sure, yeah. You know, Durkin is legendary and Dave Johnson. And in the radio business, at least in South Florida, you are legendary. And make no well, mistake. I thank you. I, I just like to say I outlasted anybody. I was fortunate enough to be at the right station at the right time. And it's all kind of worked out, you know, so God bless. I, I, a- I anybody who could survive 50 years in that market, man, I just, I tip my uh, cap to you if I had one. Well, thank you very much, Neil. I, I appreciate it. And tell Joe Johnson to get with it. I know, he's the Antichrist. Okay, many more, Rick. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Have care. a good one. Okay. How do you like that? That was, that right. was incredible. It all worked out. That right was now. sensational. Because oh! we're just, you know, picking up the calls. I mean, Miguel's too lazy to screen him like everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, out of the people in this room, I have. No, he actually really faked me out there. I didn't, usually when he calls in, I recognize his voice. But I had no idea who that was. Oh, we're in time added now in the soccer game. We did a nice talk-up. You know, Ricky's known for his great talk-up. i got to tell you, I thought the best was when he told you he was Rick Shaw, and then after he told it to you again, then you went, oh, Rick. You know. No, I, I, maybe I didn't hear him the first time. Yeah, you did. I was busy. Listen, there's a lot of drama in this soccer match, man. I don't want to get distracted and now by I... some guy with a silly cap. Oh, this is not a free kick now, is it? Oh, no. They have the chance, and they're raising the can they really find a second goal? No, they can't. It's all over. Finito, baby. What timing here today, huh? The Dutch have done it. In fact, the Dutch are doing it a lot. For the Africans who will be going home. Actually, I don't think the Dutch do all that much. It's most of the tourists who are busy doing it. Drugs and sex. Now we got the one goal in the first half. The Dutch are busy trying to find a good meal, and believe me, without too much success. So that was really good. So I can throw this thing away, and Joe Johnson's an idiot. And all my best to my good friend Dick Feinberg from Pompano Park, who got stabbed in the back. But, you know, it goes with uh, it goes with life. You do a really good job, and you go out there, and everybody likes you and says, hey, great job. And then, bada-bing, when you least expect it. He'll be okay. He'll land on his feet. But there's the guy, that uh, human-looking guy from, uh, oh, put your shirt back on, please. 152 at QAM. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh. Stupid 
Fortuitous that was. See, probably the reason I didn't hear Rick in the beginning. When it, did he say that at the very beginning of the call to Rick Shaw? Yeah, he said, hey, 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 Neil, it's Rick. Oh, I didn't hear that. And you thought it was a crank. No, I didn't think it was anything. I didn't hear him say that. Listen to me. Let, let me just tell you right now. Do you really believe that, like, in the last hour, I wait nine months for this moment? Do you think in the last hour that I'm really paying attention to these calls <laughs> when I punch them up? <laughs> as, long, as long as he was making the final tubes and the transmitter glow and making any kind of a sound, that's all I cared about. I wasn't paying any attention. Needles were moving. That was and who, the hell, who would pay attention to most of the calls we get anyway, right? Right. But the most interesting part of that thing is goes to show my psychic powers again because that was pretty much going to be the last call I was going to take today. And it was like all line nines, what I say? All nine lines, line nines, were flashing at that point. And I punch up line two. You see that? That's good skills. It's like magic, man. It's that psychic power again. If that could only work at Woodbine to find that good machine, I'd be loaded. Speaking of loaded, man, we're going to be loaded with, yeah. with that for hours yeah. and hours. Make yeah. no mistake about it. Final score, Needle Ends 2, and uh, those other guys won. Bye, bye, bye! <laughs> 